Since high school football. Shotgun formation. Nestle comes across the formation, so now there's two wide receivers to the right, two to the left, and they're going to fake the handoff. Holtmeyer looking to throw, has a little time, is going to throw it. It's a wobbly throw, but it's high, it's caught, it's in the end zone, touchdown! Brett Kaiser waited for the ball at about the four-yard line, and that's a 41-yard strike. Tonight, the Carney Catholic Stars continue district play on the road as they battle the St. Paul Wildcats. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. So it'll be second and 10 from the 16-yard line. And Hoppins call out the signals. Hoppins puts a man in motion, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws it in underneath, it's intercepted by Hammock. Hammock will slip on at the 10, will bring the ball down to the 9-yard line. A 5-yard return on the interception by Creighton Hammock to get the ball back for the Stars. Carney Catholic looked like the stars of the past few seasons in rolling Kozad last week. St. Paul is an improved ball club, but is still looking for their first win of the season. It's the Stars and Wildcats coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcart and Don Lease live from St. Paul right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to beautiful St. Paul. The skies have parted just a little bit here. We had some rain a little bit ago, but now the clouds are breaking up. Looks like we're going to be dry as we're getting set to kick off things here between St. Paul and Kearney Catholic. Stars come in 2-2, two and two, St. Paul 0-4 oh on the season as they've been kind of in a rebuilding phase here over the last few years, and St. Paul... Uh, a tough task here. They, they started the season against two teams that are still undefeated, and then they've uh, had some chances against Ord and Centura, but turnovers have really done in St. Paul so far this season. And for Carney Catholic, they're beginning to find themselves a little bit. They won one and lost one in the last two weeks, but in those last two weeks at, Col- at Columbus Lakeview and home against Cozad a week ago, Carney Catholic playing much better football as they enter district play. This will be the first district game for both St. Paul and for Carney. Catholic. Randy Bushcutter here with you and uh, Don Lee's normally with us, but uh, a wife birthday today. So Don is out with Jackie and want to wish uh, Jackie a very happy birthday. Belatedly, it was a week ago. So uh, filling in is going to be Scott Carlin, the head boys basketball coach at Carney Catholic. Scott, appreciate you coming up here and joining us. Yeah, thanks for letting me be here, Randy. I just try to replace Don whenever I can. <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> and I'm just glad you're not taking Jackie out. That would be there. And then we got rumors started. Nobody needs any of that. So uh, this this is a week where Carney Catholic, I think, is feeling a little bit better about themselves, but still some, some good news and bad news. They lost two players last week that were not available in Tyler Mestel and Creighton Hammock. Good news, bad news. Tyler Mestel will be back after that concussion, but the, the terrible news, really, is Creighton Hammock is done for the season after having knee surgery earlier this week. Yeah, it's definitely a shame for Creighton, you know, a senior that definitely was an impact player on both sides of the ball, and he'll be sorely missed, but it's very welcome, like you said, to get Tyler back because he's an impact player himself. And again, Carney Catholic uh, finding themselves over the last couple of weeks, and again, they, they had a tough loss. It just basically boiled down to Columbus Beakview, 
converted on third and goal. Kearney Catholic did not. That's really what that game boiled down to. So that was a game that they very easily could have won. Uh, and then they played very well last week against Kozad. And so I think there's a lot of uh, momentum. There's a lot of enthusiasm that Kearney Catholic's been able to show over the last couple of weeks at, at school. Yeah. yeah, I definitely can see the step of the kids is a little bit more upbeat and stuff in class and walking the hallways and stuff they're getting momentum and i know the seniors especially have talked about this is the beginning of a new season district play is kind of a rebirth and they're coming coming in with some confidence at the right time with it being district play again and a bit of a reminder for people that when the nsa went to this new format there is the, the wild card and the wild card points will determine who the wild card teams are district champion who are the first eight teams to get into the state football playoffs those eight districts are decided strictly within district play and so Kearney Catholic very much has their uh, future ahead of them as does St. Paul because both teams are going to come in at 0-0 as this will be the first district game for both of these two teams and if you take care of business then you get into the playoffs it is just that simple yeah um you know everybody's zero and zero with district play and a lot of football left the season and I think looking at St. Paul's last few games, they really got to feel that, hey, if they take care of the ball a little better, they're in the game, and they can be building on some stuff as district play begins as well. But, uh, again, turnovers really have hurt St. Paul. They're a little bit younger team. They do have some seniors, of course, but not as many as, as Carney Catholic does. And, again, one of the, the issues for St. Paul so far this season has been turnovers. Rusty Fuller told us earlier they had 19 turnovers in the first four games of the year, and that is not going to make that's not going to work against too many teams especially they played some good teams and they they can't succeed doing that no you know uh, ball security definitely comes up big in close games and anytime you take care of the ball and you play solid defense you're going to be in the games and I know they've given up 16 points last week was a very stalwart performance by their defense but if they feel they take care of the ball you know that's a game they probably feel like they can win and again they got some short fields uh, to get to those 16 points that they gave up last week a tough loss at centura one week ago to fall to 0 and 4 on the season you're listening to the new tech seed pregame show your yield leader contact terry jason stark or a new tech seed dealer near you we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll talk with the two head coaches we'll begin with rusty fuller the head coach here in st paul we'll talk with the coaches right after this timeout for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on ESPN Radio. It's a Lou Platt conference matchup, but in football, that doesn't mean a whole bunch. Uh, but uh, we have some kids that are familiar with each other as St. Paul takes on uh, Carney Catholic tonight. And head coach of the Wildcats, Rusty Fuller, joins us here. And coach, um, I guess, first off, how's it going? I know uh, you took over a program that was in, in shambles when you took it over and really had to start from, from square one. And sometimes that's a hard project for anybody. Yeah, we, uh, I guess going in, the first thing I wanted to establish is getting our summer weight uh, training program back. And I know 
They haven't had that for quite some time. And uh, last two years have been really great. Last year we had uh, 53% attendance. This year we had over 90%. So I guess we put a lot of emphasis on getting bigger, faster, and stronger. And then, uh, you know, that'll carry over into the fundamental aspects of football. So. You tasted some success last year. You've yet to find that win this year, and and one of those came against uh, Centura from last year. But uh, you haven't taken on any weak opponents yet either. So how how are the team holding up here through the first half of the season? You know, it's been frustrating, uh, I think, for everybody involved. I was just looking at our stats. We have 19 turnovers in the first four games. I feel like we put ourselves in position to to make big plays, and we either uh, fumble or throw an interception or we had a costly penalty. I, I think we're – we're a few plays away from being two and two and like you know we played uh given real tough and i think that was one of our toughest opponents in the first four games and so if we could just put together an entire game uh turnover free i'd like to see what we could do talk about what you had to work with coming back uh you, you had most of the kids back you did lose a couple key spots uh tell us a little bit about that you know, we lost Austin Helzer, our quarterback from last year, and he was a playmaker. He uh, gave us that speed we needed back there, and he had a strong arm. Um, and then, you know, really on the defensive side of the ball, him and Dylan Pozosa at our corners, uh, we really missed that. We struggled early on in our pass defense, and we're struggling establishing a run game and a passing game with our quarterbacks. So uh, that's kind of hurt us down the stretch. Hard to get anything going when you can't establish the ground game. Are you seeing progression there? Yeah, we had to make some uh, changes in the offensive line, and we did pull back actually one of our guards to play fullback, uh, Joey Jonak. He's kind of he's played both for us last year as a lineman. This year he's played some fullback. Uh, we're going to try to establish a power running game, and uh, if we can take care of the football, I think we'll be just fine. We're talking with St. Paul head football coach Rusty Fuller here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. It doesn't matter what level of football if you're that you're playing. If your offense can't continue to move the ball, your defense is going to be out there a lot. And as we stated, you've played four really decent football teams. Your defense looks like it's held up for the most part. Take me to that side of the ball. Yeah, I was, I've been really impressed with our run defense. Uh, we have a very good defensive line. Hunter Koshian, I think, is one of the best defensive tackles in the entire state. And then uh, we have a, a big kid right right next to him and Shane Dahman. Those guys do a great job shutting down the middle of the field. And then uh, we have a really, really strong defensive end in David Gross, who is a uh, state champion last year in wrestling. So we've got some athletes in our defensive line, and they do a great job for us. And Cole Fosa kind of leads your team in, in tackles, too. You kind of expect that from the linebacker position. Yeah, and, you know, Cole's a great kid. Uh, he didn't start in week one, and he's showed the most improvement since then. And he's really got a knack for the football, and he compliments our our defensive line because they'll, you know, take on double-team blocks, and he fills that gap real quick, and he makes some tackles for us. So Cole's done a nice job for us. Talking with Rusty Fuller here for another couple minutes as they get ready to take on Kearney Catholic. Coach, so you're, you're getting ready for the second half of the season. Um, playoffs aren't something that you're talking about. Improvement's what you're talking about. You do have seniors on this team. So uh, I, I know that juggling act can be hard. Where do I give the seniors what they deserve and where do I give these youngsters what they need to, to build the program? As you play this second half of the season, what, what are you and your coaching staff setting as goals? 
we you know we told the kids this is district play, so season zero and zero. Um, you know, whatever happens from here on out, it's just, it's basically like a new season. And we've got a lot of seniors on the roster. Uh, a lot of those kids didn't play last year, so a lot of them are, are first year seniors. So they're having to learn as they go. Um, we have a great underclassman with the, with our sophomore class. Our junior class is solid, and so we really only start maybe four of those or four or five of those seniors on both sides of the ball. And so our youngsters have had it grown up real quick, but uh, they've done a great job so far for us. Rusty, give us uh, your scouting report on Carney Catholic. They will not be bringing the same team, especially on the line, as as what you guys saw and, and could push around about anybody they played last year. Yeah, you're exactly right. They, you know, they're still running their spread offense, and Coach Calling does a great job uh, managing the the game. And and you know, we think that with the amount of players they lost on the line, we're hoping to take advantage of that a little bit, just because we feel like we have some really strong defensive linemen. So if we can establish a run game, possibly move the ball, um, you know, instead of just having to settle for the pass, we're hoping we can maybe shorten the game and keep us in it in the fourth quarter. It seems like your special teams, and again, I'm just looking at a stat sheet here, Rusty, but, you know, Blake Eshelman has done a couple good things for you. It seems like you've been able to uh, be okay in that part of the game, too. Yeah, Blake's done a great job. I don't know what his average is in the 30s on the punting game. And then Miles Griffith is probably one of the top uh, returning uh, returners in the state. He hasn't uh, had that, I guess, chance to really showcase what he can do. we got to get some better blocking up front for him. But uh, we, we have great special teams. We really haven't given up that big play. Uh, like we did last year, but we still we haven't got that big play. So we're looking for uh, something exciting to happen in the special teams for us. Well, Rusty, it's always uh, fun to watch the Wildcats play. I know you still got some work to do, so we'll let you get back after it and uh, appreciate the time here on ESPN. Best of luck. All righty, thank you. That's Rusty Fuller, head coach of the St. Paul Wildcats, and we'll talk with Kearney Catholic coach Dave Colling when we return on the New Tech Seed pregame show right after this on ESPN Radio. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Students are back to school and the local teams are ready to head back onto the field. Nebraska Land National Bank would like to show our support for area students as they begin a new year. Stop by today and ask about our student accounts. From saving accounts to absolutely free checking accounts, we have the right fit for you. Visit us online at NebraskaLandBank.com or stop by 4615 2nd Avenue. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio as district play continues for the Carney Catholic Stars hitting the road to take on St. Paul. Coach Dave Calling with us here. And, uh, Coach, it looks like things, despite having some kids out, uh, really clicked for you last week with Kozad. You know, it did. And, and uh, you know, hats off to the kids for, you know, we talked all week about getting better uh, from week three to week four and, and really concentrate on that. And they, they took it to heart and, and I came out, came out and uh, played, you know, like kind of like we thought they they uh, could and then would early. And so, so that was great to see. 
kind of take that to the next step, Dave, uh, like you thought they could. Is that just some things that you didn't do well, or did some kids emerge? What did you do better specifically? You know, we, uh, you know, I thought our tackling was real well, real good uh, this week. You know, we saw this, you know, even as early as summer, uh, you know, all the camps we go to and all that kind of stuff. So we saw a lot of potential, and, and uh, you know, it just finally kind of clicked. I guess you would you would say, you know, we had you know, game one, two, and three. We had some uh, different different things like tackling missed tackles, uh, uh, not doing our assignment, uh, stuff like that. Just little things, and you know, just little things. Uh, not all at once. You know, we may have a linebacker's flowing great on one play, but our DN gets caved in, uh, vice versa on the next play, and so forth. So. It just kind of all came together, and like I said, we had a great week of practice last week, and and you know I think the kids realized that that uh, just to do their job and let their buddy do their job, and, and everything comes together, and it you know works out great. And you know I think our line kind of gelled a little bit last week, got the running game going a little bit, which opened up the passing game, and you know I think we had 240 yards rushing, and you know somewhere close to that passing. So anytime you can do that, you know, you know the two phases of the game there, it, it uh, creates a lot of offense for a team. What about the running game? Uh, I know that's one thing that you had hoped could improve and Bryce maybe picking up a few more yards. Uh, what made it better last week? You know, the guys just kind of came together and, and uh, like I said, all across the board, uh, you know, I thought they, they did a, they did a great job of blocking what we, uh, you know, what they what we knew they, what, what we knew they could, uh, you know, like I said, same kind of kind of thing with the O line. You know, two guys would block, you know, and maybe two guys would take a play off. You know, in the weeks previous to that, and uh, last last week it seemed like they all gelled and they all, uh, you know, noticed that. You know, when we preach and preach and say, hey, you know, we got to get a running game going, and they took it to heart. And, and uh, like I said, on uh, most of the most of the game last week, they did a great job of, you know, working together, getting the doubles to the linebacker and all that kind of stuff, and. And maybe the game slowed down a little bit for them where they found the linebackers a little bit last week also. Uh, but it didn't seem to come together for us. Dave Colling, head football coach at Kearney Catholic, uh, with us as you uh, get ready for St. Paul. What about what about the injury situation, Dave? You know, we'll have uh, Tyler Messel be back with us, uh, Creighton Hamilton or not. So uh, we, uh, uh, you know, we'll definitely use Tyler Nestle in there as a linebacker and a receiver. And uh, like I said, the guys that went in last week did a great job and, and uh, you know, they'll play also. And, and so anytime you get an athlete like Tyler Nestle back, that's a good thing. So, so we'll be uh, going into the game with him. And uh, St. Paul, a team that uh, is still struggling, but they are making advancements from where they were a couple of years ago. What do you, you see from you know, them? They, they are, and they got athletes and they always do. And, you know, we uh, talked to coach Fuller this summer and then he's got things, uh, you know, weight room flourishing and, and all that kind of stuff. They run a something we don't see very often, a little flex bone kind of offense. And, and so a lot of option stuff, midline beer, uh, a little a little play called the orbit play with a little toss sweep type thing. And, and so we got to play assignment football this week. And so it's not, not something we don't see a ton of. And so, uh, you know, we've been repping that all week and, you know, having guys make sure they know what job they're doing and not try to take another guy's job and, and have all the all the option games, uh, you know, taken care of. Dave, uh, the weather, sometimes it's hard to worry about. you got so many things to worry about. You don't really sit there and practice when it's a, a bad weather day. But uh, even if it's not raining during the game, you may have to do some things. Does, does it change your play calling? Do you do something in the pregame about ball security? Is there anything different when you approach a day like this? You know, we've talked about ball security all week because it was kind of damn pretty, you know, pretty much all week. Uh, 
not necessarily raining on us, but the, but the field was wet and so forth. So we preached ball security all week, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens this afternoon. But, but, you know, we, you know, the field was in pretty good shape last night. I can't see it being horrible, uh, tonight either, but, you know, get your cleats in the turf and all that kind of stuff. And, man, the turnovers tonight will be crucial. So, so like you said, ball security is going to be uh, crucially important for us. Dave, we can still throw the ball in this weather, though. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Dave, uh, you want to? You talk about getting better every week. Sometimes uh, you install new plays or you expand what you're doing out there. Have you been able to do that with the injuries and the inconsistency the first half? You know, we kind of, you know, the from week three to week four, we kind of laid off that a little bit. And that uh, you know, we we usually do implement new plays each week, depending on what the defense gives us uh, the team that we're going to play and. You know, so we kind of laid off that a little bit last week and uh, got the plays that we had down, you know, much better. And I think that paid off a little bit. Uh, same type of thing going into this game tonight. We kind of laid off that a little bit. And, and uh, you know, Coach Harvey does a great job of calling plays and, uh, you know, got a steps down first play last week. I mean, just a great, great uh, scheming, you know, what he saw in film. And, and sure enough, it worked great. So, you know, we, we kind of laid off that a little bit and then we can go with the plays we have for the most part. Uh, put a couple wrinkles in, but but nothing major. All right, Dave, uh, stay dry. Best of luck, and uh, we'll talk with you ahead of Central City next week. Hey, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. That's Dave Colling, head football coach of the Carney Catholic Stars on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this on ESPN Radio. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back to the new Taxi pregame show. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney will begin, first of all, for St. Paul, who's 0-4 on the season on the defensive line. This is their defensive lineup for head coach Rusty Fuller. On the D-line will be Shane Dahman. He's a 6-foot, 220-pound senior. Hunter Kosian also on the D-line. He's 5'8", 215 pounds, only a sophomore. Cole Fusick will play linebacker. He's 5'9", 170 pounds, and a junior. David Gross will play outside linebacker. He's 6'1", 185 pounds, and a senior. Miles Griffin will see him at wingback and running the football quite a bit. He'll also play outside linebacker. He's 6'1", 160 pounds, and a junior. Joey Jonk is a 5'9", 195-pound senior. He'll play defensive tackle. And Blake Eshelman, he is a linebacker, 5'10", 180 pounds, and a senior. Tanner Rubaleski will play corner, 5'8", 145 pounds, and a sophomore. Jared Holinski will play safety and quarterback. He's 5'9", 155 pounds, and a junior. Turner Brouillette is outside linebacker. He's 5'10", 165 pounds, and a senior. Michael Allen will play safety. He's 180, sophomore. 
And also uh, at safety will be Parker Klingensmith. He's 5'10", 145 pounds, and a sophomore. Now for Carney Catholic, we'll give you both their offensive and defensive lineups. Offensive and defensive line is Michael Daniel, a 5'10", 255-pound junior. Both ways on the line is Brian Brungart, a 6'4", 255-pound senior. Offensive line and defensive end, Andrew Harms, 6'3", 255 pounds, and a senior. Offensive line and defensive end, Brandon Mertz. He's 6'3", 235 pounds, and a junior. Mitchell Wasty will play center. He is a 5'11", 190-pound senior. At linebacker, Nathan Williams, a junior. He is 6'2", 195 pounds. At corner, and we'll see a little bit of him as split out as well, John Hoosman is a 5'10", 175-pound junior. At wide receiver and linebacker will be Brady Holtmile. He'll play some running back as well. He's 6'1", 195 pounds, and a junior. Cornerback will be Grant Bushcutter, a six foot, one hundred eighty-five pound senior. Uh, also, wide receiver, linebacker will be Tyler Mestel, 5'11", 185 pounds, and a senior. Running back, Bryce James, and linebacker, 5'10", 175 pounds, and a senior. And John Bach will play both ways as well, 5'11", 185 pounds, and a senior. And the quarterback is Matt Masker, a sophomore, 6'2", 200 pounds. That is your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up our new Tech Seed pregame show here from St. Paul and get set for the kickoff right after this. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Hi, this is Micah Adams with Platte Valley Auto and Kearney. We've moved in a huge amount of inventory so you can come by the truck or car of your choice. Come see me at Platte Valley Auto, Kearney. This is Tom Lahue at Platte Valley Auto here in Kearney. I've sold a lot of trucks and cars and made a lot of friends along the way. So if you're looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, come visit me here at Platte Farmers and ranchers, we know you have many choices when it comes to buying inputs and marketing grain. On behalf of everyone at the Aurora Cooperative, thank you for choosing us. Whether you are harvesting crops or weaning calves, our professional and dedicated staff strive to help you make everything from delivering a marketing grain to cattle nutrition go as smoothly as possible. Once again, thank you for your continued business, and please take time to make safety a priority during this busy fall season. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Welcome back. It's time now to wrap up our New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry Jason Starker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're here in St. Paul where Carney Catholic is uh, getting set to kick things off here with St. Paul. And again, the field uh, is in good shape. Uh, there have been a couple of games here already, and there's just normal wear and tear that you're going to get in high school action. It did rain earlier, you know, probably one of those quarter of an inch deal, but it has made the field a little bit wet, so the ball, at least the start, will be a little wet, and footing might be in the early stages, might be a little dicey out there as well. Tonight's field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about your field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer your seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. Randy Bushcutter, Scott Carlin here with you. 
Uh, Scott, as we get ready to kick off, uh, what are your final thoughts before we get going? Uh, you know, I think uh, if Carney Catholic can play assignment football and just take care of the ball, I think they'll have a good chance to come out with a nice, strong game, and that's what they need to start district play. And so just make the solid play today, and I think they'll like the results. And there was a phrase that they've been using all week this week, and that was? Make the, make your assignment or play your assignment. Don't try to make the Superman play. Yeah, do your job. Do your yeah, job. That theme of just kind of doing your job. Carney Catholic will kick off to start the game here. And so Carney Catholic will uh, tee it off here. That's Grant Bushcutter who will kick off as he's done. Well, mo not all of uh, the kickoffs over the last four years, but uh, all of them this year so yep. far with the exception of uh, one where Caleb Henson came in late in the game. Yeah, you know, it's kind of been a nice uh, change instead of having to flip-flop back and forth. Grant's done such a nice job that it can definitely depend on him. Well, I was, I was fishing thing. for that. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Takes after his mother. Really? Thank God for that. <laughs> but. So there is a little bit of a wind, not very strong, and there's a little bit of moisture on the flag. That's why the, wind's, the flag's probably not flapping too much because it's kind of stuck to the side of the pole until it dries out here a little bit. What light wind there is is kind of going catty corner into Grant's face just a little bit. He's got it teed up on the right hash as we're just about set and ready to go. And I think that's Gross who's back deep. Uh, actually, it's uh, White Plackey that's back deep here for uh, St. Paul. And we're waiting the officials to give permission to start this game, and we're just about set and ready to go. And there is the whistle as everybody's all lined up. Grant makes sure everybody's set to go, and he'll put the foot into it. And it's going to be a relatively low kick. It's bouncing around. It's going to be picked up by one of the upbacks, Blake Eshelman. And Eshelman goes to that right side. And there is a swarm there as he gets across the 20-yard line, wrapped up about the 22. I think Mitchell Wasty was the first one to, to put his shoulder into it. So Bobcat starts the game with a good solid tackle here in St. Paul. Yeah, you know, actually, Eshelman looked like he handed it off to number 11, uh, Jared Holinsky right away, kind of trying to get a little reverse action on it. But Carney Catholic wasn't fooled, stayed home, and made a nice tackle there to make him go the long field. And that might be why they ended up kicking it a little bit short there to kind of see what kind of uh, um, extracurriculars they might do because anymore you can't sneak up on anybody. As everybody has uh, so much game film on each other. So under uh, center here is St. Paul. And Holinsky's going to pitch it out. Coming up on the right side is Griffin. Griffin cuts back to the inside, and he's going to be wrapped up there as it was uh, Bach. No, Mestel making his presence known. Missed him last week. He doesn't miss the tackle on the very first play of the game. Be a gain of about two yards on the play. Yeah, you know, Mestel did a nice job of flowing with the ball. They had a fullback dive away from the ball, and then they just flowed with the ball on a nice toss play and strung it out there and made a nice play after about two yards. Yeah, gain of about two. So that'll set up now second and eight. Behind Holinsky under center will be uh, Joey Junk. And they'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Plackey. And they'll hand it off just a quick little dive right up the middle. And getting out to about the 30-yard line is going to be Junk. Yeah, you know, uh, Junk just kind of hit that little veer dive. And that's where they talked about making the play. It looked like our D-tackle got caved down a little bit there. A nice block by, I believe it was 72 uh, by their tackle for them and you know got about a four or five yard gain and out to the 30 yard line for manageable third and two so mark vicka with a nice little lead block there and jonak uh, will set up now third and a long three so under center is going to be holinsky holinsky a little bit of movement up front looked like a kind of a late snap but apparently everything's all copacetic but there isn't much room there to run at all for holinsky as he gains maybe a half yard and i would assume this is a punting situation and we're getting wholesale personnel substitutions 
Yeah, you know, uh, two D tackles, Michael Daniel and Ryan Brungart did a great job there of plugging the gap, and then Tyler Mestel was free since they had three guys to try to block those two and made a nice tackle there with basically no gain to force with the fourth down. Grant's playing corner, and they have Bach as safety, so he just backs up from his safety position as he'll take it on the bounce, pick it up at about the 32, picks up a little block, has it across the 40, makes one man miss, a little stiff arm there as he tried to get away from uh, number 76, Zach derner Holinsky. And couldn't, and that's a nice open field tackle there by Derner Holinsky. Yeah, he did a great job. He ducked his feet there and just made a nice solid tackle, didn't try to kill him, and made sure he just brought him down because otherwise John had a little room to run, but pretty good field position here to start for Kearney Catholic. So Kearney Catholic will have it at about the 40, well, we'll call it the 42 and a half. We'll round it up to the 43. So they're short in midfield just a little bit, and out of that, uh, well, there's no back behind him, so I guess we'll call this the shotgun here from Asker. Masker takes the snap. He's rolling to his right. He'll throw it in, and it's going to be caught. Nope, going to be dropped in there as they were trying to connect over there with Hoosman, and Hoosman just lost the ball. Yeah, you know, they went trips to the short side of the field to try to give uh, kind of a little more one-on-one matchup to the wide side of the field, and great ball by Matt. Had time, just couldn't quite catch it. Well, again, one of those things where Hoosman probably was trying to, thinking about how to run with the ball before he actually finished the uh, play. So it'll be second and ten. From the 43, and now just off to the right shoulder of Masker is going to be James. Two wideouts to the right, one to the left, which is the short side of the field. They're going to hand it off right up the middle here for James. James has it across the 50, a little juke there. Now he spins as he brings it across the 45, and he is going to be down to the 41. So that will be a gain of 16, just a quick little hitter right up the middle. Yeah, Bryce did a nice job of following his blockers. It looked like Brandon Mertz and uh, Ryan Brungard over there on the right side did a nice job of sealing it. it kept his footing and uh, gained a nice first down for the Stars. So it'll be first and 10 from the 41, exact same formation here. As Masker will hand it off, exact same play. He'll bounce back to the inside, has a little seam, makes one man miss, has it across the 30, and he'll end up gaining about uh, 12 or 13 again. Yeah, you know, Bryce just kind of looked like a little water bug out there. Was never up to full speed, but he just made it so hard to hit him. He kept his feet moving, and before you know it, he had 10, 11, 12 yards and had another first down. And that offensive line created a, a lot. They, they drove them off and created a whole boat. So plenty of room to operate there as it's now first and 10 from the 28. Masker looking to throw, unloads it just as he is hit, and it is going to fall incomplete. He was looking for Mastel out there and pretty good coverage on the play by Parker Klinkensmith, but that pressure made Masker throw that ball a little quicker than he wanted to. Yeah, you know, they had good coverage, but they got a nice surge up the middle of the line, and Matt had to throw off his back foot just slightly there, which held the ball up and allowed the defense to react and make a nice play on the ball. So it's going to set up now second and 10. Stars very quickly, not huddling. One running back kind of in the slot on the uh, left side. And they'll put a man in motion. They'll fake the handoff to him, give it off here to James. James stumbles but keeps his balance, bounces to the outside, and he's going to have more than enough for the first down as he brings it inside the 20-yard line for a first and 10, and we're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a new used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Kearney's hometown Ford store. Nice little gain of about 14 there for James. Yeah, kind of followed the blocks of Ryan Brungart and uh, Brandon Mertz again. And again, there's going to be trips to the right. James is going to be the left of Masker. High snap. They hand it to James. He runs through an arm tackle, brings it right through the middle, and he's going to be down at about the six-yard line. So that'll be a gain uh, from this vantage point of about nine. And uh, the guy running the uh, chains over there was thinking of uh, moving. So that we're going to call that a gain of 10 because they had that second down marker just short of where that first down can be acquired here for Carney Catholic. 
Great blocks by Andrew Harmon, Michael Daniel there to give him a sprung there for about 9 or 10 again. So Stars just marching down the field. James has carried it four times. His least effective was a 10-yard gain. Quick throw in the middle. Going to be caught spinning toward the goal line, and it's going to be just short of a touchdown here for Tyler Mastel. Yeah, just kind of ran a little hitcher out there, and Matt just caught the ball, set his feet, and delivered a nice catchable ball. And to John or Tyler there, couldn't quite tell, but now it's first and goal from the one. So very quickly they go up, they uh, hand it off, and no room to run that time for James. Yeah, James had nowhere to go at all. Uh, they definitely brought a little pressure off the outside, and the outside linebacker made a nice sure tackle, and the defensive line held up the offensive line, so Bryce had nowhere to cut and bounce anything. They might have a, a short loss on that play, so we'll call it second and goal from about the yard and a half. They're about, uh, about 49 inches away or so, give or take. And Masker again will be in that pistol. James this time will be off of his right shoulder. Two wideouts to the right, which is the short side of the field. Quick little throw in there. Going to be caught by Holtmeyer. Touchdown. Yeah, just got a nice little play fake into Bryce. Got the linebackers to step in and hit that little short hitch route again to Brady. And got a nice touchdown there. Good ball by Matt. And again, just a real quick little slant. And that's almost impossible to stop. It absolutely is. If you can just kind of make that quick little hitch there, uh, you're not going to have too many opportunities to knock that one down. No, and Brady did a nice job of sealing the guy up with a post-up type move, but a great job by the lineman of getting the hands down so says, that he could have Says the alley. basketball coach, says the basketball coach. Bush cutter to try the extra point here. <laughs> and it was. That's, ex that's a great analogy because that's exactly what it was. Good snap, but there is a flag down as maybe we have a snap infraction or they're backing up, Carney Catholic is. It's going to be a legal procedure, so they'll back it up a little bit further. Yeah, it looks like they started to have a couple guys get into their protection stances a little too early there and just moved a little early and back Grant up five yards. But the way he kicked that last one, it looks like he should have no problem with this. He better not be out of range after a five-yard <laughs> penalty. After the uh, touchdown from uh, Masker to Holtmeyer, the touchdown, of course, brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. A Five Points Bank touchdown. We'll see if Bushcutter can add the extra point as the ball will be spotted at the 15-yard line now. The kick is up. It's an ugly-looking thing, but it is good. Yeah, you know, just kind of that looked like the wet ball maybe spun a little different. John Bach did a nice job of getting it down, though, after the nice snap by Tyler Mestel in 7-0 game. So Matt Masker connects with Holtmeyer. The extra point is good. It's 7-0 stars with 7.54 to go here in the first quarter. We're back to St. Paul after this timeout. To some, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. And welcome back here to St. Paul, back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC as Carney Catholic uh, looked pretty good on that drive. They had uh, uh, two incomplete passes. Uh, they had one no game, but everything else was pretty effective. Yeah, you know, they kind of seemed to be able to do what they wanted. They had the drop ball and then kind of the underthrown one, and then St. Paul brought a nice blitz near the goal line. But other than that, it was all positive plays, and that's kind of the start you want if you have a Carney Catholic fan club here. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we, we know where we work at. And it's, uh, 
<laughs> Nine play drive. The march right down the field. A high kick that's going to be kind of fumbled around and then going to be picked up here by Plackey. Plackey comes right up the middle and uh, not a whole lot of room to run there as it is closed up there very quickly by Ryan Blake. Blake uh, started the uh, welcoming party at about the 15-yard line. And uh, there was a lot of stars there to make sure he didn't get to any further than that. And they are going to mark him just short of the 20 here. And maybe I'm looking at the wrong line, but there wasn't, it must have been the 20 instead yeah. of 15 because there wasn't a whole lot of contact, a lot of uh, movement after that area where Blake started the tackle. No, definitely just kind of had a group gang tackle there and no, no leg drive afterwards. So Helensky under center. Now he's got that veer kind of formation, that wishbone behind him. And they hand it off to the uh, tailback there, and there is nowhere to go for Miles Griffith. And Griffith, I don't know if he got back the line of scrimmage. They're going to give him the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. Yeah, you know, the Stars defense line did a nice job of standing everybody up so the linebackers are free. And then when you got two or three guys hitting you, it's tough to go anywhere. And again, one of the changes that they made here in the absence of Creighton Hammock, Grant is now playing cornerback. And at the moment for the Stars as uh, safety is going to be John Hoosman. Yeah, they're definitely trying to do some different things. Bad snap as they uh, change quarterbacks. And Michael Allen dropped the football. And it has fallen on by, I think, one of the tailbacks here for uh, St. Paul. But it's going to be a loss of about one yard on the play. Yeah, it just kind of seemed like he was either trying to go a little too quick or might have hit his guy in the exchange. But uh, definitely fortunate to get the ball back because after you just gave up a touchdown, you don't want to give it up again. Yeah, you don't want to have Carney Catholic start in the red zone their second possession after marching down the field on their first. Rolling out here is going to be Allen. He's looking to throw. A little bit of pressure. Throws it in underneath. There's a flag where you usually would think a hold. The pass is complete. Holtmeyer with the tackle. Not much of a gain there at all for Jonak. As the gain maybe two or three yards on the play. If this is a hold on St. Paul, I'm sure Carney Catholic would uh, decline the penalty. Yeah, St. Paul went with, with what I would call a blast option pass, being from a Maryland die background, but basically sent your tight end on a flag route or a corner out and brought your first lead back out into the flat and definitely uh, put some pressure on them. Yeah, and that hold is going to be declined here by Carney Catholic. So they're going to gain about, uh, about three on the play when they needed about 12. Yeah, definitely uh, pressure kind of got to him and made him throw it short, and then a nice, sure tackle there right near the sideline by Brady Holtmeyer, so he could decline the play and hopefully get great field position again. So, uh, Joe Nock, not uh, much room to run, uh, not much room after the reception, and the punt's going to bounce around at about the 45, going to be picked up by uh, Bach. Bach bouncing around. There's a flag thrown. And that's generally where you're probably going to see a hold, but it's also the flag ended up right where the tackle was. So I guess there's a potential there could have been a face mask, but I didn't see a head move there at all for Bach. So I think this is going to go against Carney Catholic. It's going to be a block in the back. Yeah, definitely just tried to make a move, and it looked like a kid, I couldn't tell who it was, trying to make an extra play to spring him there. Might have got him just on the shoulder pad with his head behind him. So that's going to back Carney Catholic up. But still, after a three now, you're going to have pretty good field positioning. Yeah, not bad field position at all. And again, uh, a little bit of wind that's at the uh, kicker's back here for St. Paul. But again, that wind is not very strong. It, it was raining pretty good for a while, and the wind uh, came with it uh, as well about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they tried to keep it low and kind of keep it out of Carney Catholic's return game here, but uh, good field position again. Yeah, and Stars are short of midfield, but they'll have it first and 10 at the 42. No backs in the backfield with Masker as he'll be in that shotgun. Trips to his left. He's looking to throw. He's going to scramble to his left a little bit, find some space. It's going to float in the air and going to be caught. And Holtmeyer is able to pull it down at about the 22-yard line. 
Yeah, you know, Matt just kind of sidestepped a little rush, bought himself a little more time and threw a ball down the middle and looked for Brady, and Brady came down with it there. Pretty good coverage, though, it looked like back there by the safety again and uh, brought him down right after he caught the ball. And again, uh, that, that was a ball that fluttered on him a little bit, didn't have that tight spiral, and having to come back to the ball was Holtmeyer, and he literally had to fair catch it in, in traffic. Masker looking to throw. He's going to throw it to that right side. His favorite target has been Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer behind the line of scrimmage will lunge forward and uh, will gain maybe a half yard or so. Yeah, I think Matt kind of looked for the slant route, but St. Paul did a great job of staying home and taking that away. So he hit his check down, which was Brady, and, you know, maybe gain half a yard to a yard there, but positive yards again. 39 yards and receptions on three catches, including a touchdown here for Holtmeyer. Hand off to James up the middle, and he's going to be brought down at about the 15-yard line. So he'll gain about uh, five and a half, and we'll call it six. Yeah, you know, Bryce just kind of going up the middle, staying with his line. Not really a big hole there, stays with everything, and before long he got five or six yards there. So Jonak with the, uh, with the tackle. So again, now that pistol, James off to the left of Masker. In the slot is uh, Holtmeyer. They will hand it off to James. Makes one man miss. Bounces around. Jumps over another and is going to lunge inside to about the three-yard line. That will be a gain of 13. And Carney Catholic will move the chains inside the Platte Valley Auto of Carney Red Zone. When you're in the zone shopping for a newer used vehicle, head to the top of the hill. 2nd Avenue at 42nd Street, Carney's hometown Ford store. First and goal from the three-yard line after a 13-yard run here by James. Just kind of stayed behind the line, made a guy miss. Here they're under center again. And they hand off to James. He's got an open area. They throw a very late flag, and it is into the end zone for a touchdown, a five-point spank touchdown. But we'll see whether or not it stays. It will not, as I think probably uh, it was a late flag because it's stuck in the <laughs> referee's pocket. Yeah, you know, I... Bryce had a nice hole there, and it looked like we had a lineman there. Might have been 63 over there. Kind of came down and had his hands just a little wide there for us. But nonetheless, uh, you know, opportunities here to see what we can do after we've had the little setback here. Haven't had any yet today, fortunately. So, so that's a spot foul, and I believe there's a little bit of penetration there. So that'll be more than a 12, a 10-yard penalty as they'll back it up. Well, only about a yard behind the line of scrimmage, I guess. It's going to be a third and goal from about the 14. Just... It'll be first and goal, actually, here. Yeah, yep. my apologies. It'll be first and goal. And so uh, on the left side is going to be James. Man coming across the motion. That's going to be Hoosman. They're going to hand it to him on the jet sweep. And, boy, they diagnosed that. And a great tackle there in the open field there by Zach derner Holinski, And that will be a big loss on the play. Yeah, did a great job of staying low, fought off the block with his hands, and was able to make a nice tackle there around the ankles for about a three- or four-yard loss there. Yeah, so that's uh, that's going to end up being, well, they're on the 14. That's going to end up being a loss of about six. Just did a great job there fighting off the block. I mean, thought John Hoosman could get to the outside, but not quite able to. Second and goal from the uh, 20-yard line. And Masker looking to throw. Pressure coming. It's going to be intercepted. And all by himself is Fusick. Fusick down the sideline. Wasty has an angle. Wasty is going to make the tackle at the 35-yard line. Otherwise, that's a pick six. An ill-advised throw there by Masker. And then Fusick made him pay with the interception and bringing it out to the 35-yard line. And great hustle there by Wasty. Otherwise, that's a pick six. Yeah, you know, uh, Mitch did a great job of coming up after Matt kind of had a little pressure and I thought was looking for maybe his check down, but the guy wasn't looking. And Fusick with a great interception goes down the sideline, but 
heads up play by Mitch Wasty getting back and making a nice tackle. Otherwise, that was definitely six there. And uh, see how the Stars can respond to some sudden change on defense here. There was a tremendous amount of pressure all around Masker. And uh, that's one of those either Masker just runs or just, uh, you know, I don't even think he could have thrown that in the end zone because he couldn't have stepped into the throw. No, I mean, he was definitely thrown off his back foot, and that's a time when uh, turnovers can definitely happen. You about have to just say, I'm going to eat this for a loss, but learning opportunity here. Yeah, but then now make a third and goal to 25 so I can understand why he was anxious. Yeah. So under center here is going to be Holinsky, and Holinsky is going to hand it off and not getting back the line of scrimmage, I don't believe, is Jonak. We'll see if there was an initial line surge. There was not. He's going to lose... Just a few inches on the play, but it's going to set up second, and we'll call it 11. Yeah, great play by Ryan Brungart. They tried to run that veer action at him, and Ryan just played his assignment, did his job, wrapped him up, and then the Calvary got there and tried to strip the ball, but they'd already given him forward progress. Yeah, and again, I think that's not a bad spot at all. The ball is uh, spotted here at the 35 as they he got to a 34 and a half on the interception return. Under center is Holinsky. Holinsky will hand it off, and again, wow, right there immediately stuffing the play is Michael Daniel. Daniel with a huge play there. Yeah, you know, Michael looked like he pushed through the guard there and just was able to swallow the running back that I don't know if he was trying to pull it or not, but he wisely just gave it and made sure there was no fumble there or anything off to the sudden change. So two good plays to start for the Kearney Catholic defense. Two quick hitters, and both times they could not get back to the line of scrimmage. They lost a half yard both times. So it's going to set up now third and 11. Under center is going to be Helinski, only one back behind him, and that's Jonak. As they got a couple of wingbacks, put a man in motion. That's Placky. They fake the pitch. Holinsky's looking to throw. Throws it to that right side, and it's going to be incomplete. Yeah, look, it was he, caught, but out of bounds. Yeah, caught it, but out of bounds. Good, good pressure there by John Bach on the receiver there. I think if he had caught it, he still might have been about a half yard short of the first, but definitely would have been in that range where you go for it. And now you're in that: do you punt or do you go for it range? Because you're at the 36 yard line. Yeah. So. We'll see what St. Paul does here. I would, I would think they really don't want to punt it at Carney Catholic either. So Bruliac couldn't get the toe down, so they'll go for it here on fourth and eleven from the thirty-six uh, yard line. Now the shotgun is going to be Helinski. Trips to the right, and he's looking that way, and then throws to the le- looking to the left. Throws it in the middle. It's late. Going to be tipped by Bushcutter and incomplete. Yeah, definitely had good coverage there. Grant from his corner back did a nice job of playing the ball, make sure he didn't make any contact, give a chance for an interference call. And then Bryce James was kind of in a trail position, so not much of a window. They tried to overload the short side of the field, the right side of the field, and hit the tight end on the backside. They might have been better off with the incomplete, the incompletion versus an interception because. Uh, it was fourth down, so it will be a turnover, not the turnover that gets your name in the paper, but the turnover on downs. So it'll be first and 10 from the 35, and Carney Catholic was moving the ball earlier until they had the holding penalty and then the interception. So Masker, out of that uh, pistol formation, calls it out, puts it in the belly of James, and James gets back a line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. A little penetration and disruption there, uh, infiltrated by David Gross to upend that play. Yeah, St. Paul kind of a little different defensive formation. They put two guys really wide, almost wider than the defensive tackles, so they're trying to do everything, and then they're just shooting inside, trying to get some pressure, and Gross was able to get some penetration there and make a nice tackle there for basically no gain. James will be off the shoulder of Masker as he's in the pistol. Wasty the center, looking to snap it. Man in motion, that's going to be Bach, and they'll hand it off right up the middle to James, and James is going to be knifed under by Holinsky. As he gets back the line of scrimmage, and St. Paul has made a nice adjustment to a play that Carney Catholic uh, made a lot of hay on their first drive of the game. 
Yeah, you know, they're sending that wing back or wide receiver in motion and then trying to run it back with kind of a little counter action. But Holinsky does his job, doesn't try to chase, and just stayed home and made a nice open field tackle on Bryce. Otherwise, Bryce might have been off to the races there. So third and eight, they're checking the wristbands as Pacheco is going to be in the slot. They're going to put another wide receiver in the slot as well. And calling it out is going to be Masker. Masker is going to roll to his right. Has time to throw. Throws it deep. A tight spiral. He's got a man wide open and overthrew Grant Bushcutter. And that would have been an easy touchdown. There was not anybody within 10 to 15 yards of Grant at about the 20-yard line. Yeah, kind of did a little double move there, and Grant got open. Matt just got a little excited and overshot him there, but definitely a good play call there because he was open and he would have been able to walk into the end zone there. Well, the previous throw that yep. he threw deep kind of fluttered a little bit and didn't have the distance. That one was a tight spiral and went a little bit too far. So instead of uh, catching the uh, touchdown pass, Bushcutter here will be in punt formation. And so snap it here from the 37. Good snap, no pressure at all. And Bushcutter's punt is going to hit at about the 40. And Carney Catholic will walk around it. Cooper Holbrook will be there, and he'll down the ball at about the uh, 28-yard line. Yeah, just kind of one of those punts where you let it keep it low, keep away from the return guy, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you got a 30-yard punt or a 35-yard punt with no return. So helps your old net punting average out, and you make St. Paul go the distance again. Yeah, but that's not one you want to show coaches no. if you want to be <laughs> No, that's not your booming 60-yard, look at the hang time, look, they're not getting a return because we get guys down there. That's the. Uh, it looks good on paper, but uh, it's, it's not going to be in anybody's scrapbook. So it'll be first and 10 from about the 28 here. And again, uh, you know, Carney Catholic, uh, after marching down the field, their first drive, St. Paul has answered the bell and right now going toe-to-toe with the Stars. Holinsky under center, one back in the backfield. They'll put a little motion out there. That's Griffin in motion, but they'll hand it off to uh, the first man coming through, and that's Jonak. And Jonak is uh, going to gain maybe a, about one yard on the play, and there was a whole bunch of Stars there led by uh, big number 71, Andrew Harms. Yeah, you know, it looks like they kind of just ran that midline veer again, and this time the guard wasn't able to bring him down right away, but short gain there, but just keep trying to pound that middle to see how fast Carney Catholic's trying to flow, potentially trying to set them up for something wide here so they can get a little speed action going on. Yard and a half, maybe two yards on the play, and they're going to change quarterbacks again. They'll platoon them as Michael Allen will uh, step in under center, and they'll go out of that uh, wishbone formation behind him. He'll hand it off to the second tailback, which is Helensky, and Helensky trying to get that left side with two lead blockers, and there's a whole bunch of humanity right there at the point of attack, and uh, stepping in there and making a pile and starting the, starting the tackle, although he didn't touch him, was Ryan Blake as he kind of came through there and created a pile, and there was no gain for Helensky. Yeah, you know, they moved Jared back to running back there, trying to get him some touches there and just kind of a double iso play, but a nice job just stacking everything up for no gain. And again, Holinsky has uh, 88 yards rushing on the season. Wyatt Plackey is the leading rusher for St. Paul on the year with 146 yards coming into the game. And they're going to let the clock expire here as that's going to wrap up quarter number one. One quarter's in the books, and Carney Catholic has a 7 nothing lead here in St. Paul. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this timeout. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, 
Carney. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. And welcome back here to St. Paul and Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth on the road as the Stars right now with a 7-0 lead over St. Paul. And the Wildcats will have it now third and eight from their own 30-yard line. And late substitution coming in here for the Wildcats as running into action here is going to be uh, Thomas Merkovica. And he had a big play earlier with a fumble that he fell on. Just kind of a late substitution there, but... Sets up the third down play. Miles Griffin on a little counter play. Runs to that right side. He's going to gain a few yards. Holtmeyer is going to be in on the tackle. Can't tell who else is on the bottom of that pile as they bring it out to about the 35. That's still going to make him a good three yards short of the uh, first down. Yeah, you know, they went with that wishbone set again and kind of faked it going to the wide side of the field and came back to the short side with a little counter action. But it sets up a uh, makeable or more manageable fourth down that St. Paul might be going for. They might be doing that because Michael Allen comes out there and uh, he's going to play quarterback. He steps in under center, fourth and three from the 35-yard line. Maybe this is one of those hard count deals as now Allen is going to step back, and they're going to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Timeout for St. Paul, trailing Carnegie Catholic 7 to nothing with 11.16 to go here in the second. We're back after this. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Carney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Oscars and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-depth TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Carney. And welcome back. Here to St. Paul, 7-0 Carney Catholic. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. They tried that hard count deal, and now after the timeout, I'm sure St. Paul will be uh, punting the football, and back in punt formation will be Blake Eshelman. Yeah, you know, a great job by Carney Catholic, especially their defensive line in that third and or fourth and three or two situation. You want to get a good push, but they stayed disciplined and watched the ball and stayed on sides. Check some scores here in a little bit as Eshelman gets the snap. A little bit of pressure. It's a low spinning sideways kick that's going to be picked up by uh, by James. No, excuse me, by Bach. Bach bounces around, bounces now to the outside. He's got it at the fifty, at the forty. He's got a couple of guys to beat and a lead blocker out there, but. The cavalry came as he did not have a great angle, but a great return as he'll bring it inside the 30-yard line, just short of the 25. We'll call it the 27-yard line, and the Stars are going to be in business with great field position, first and 10 from the 27-yard line, but there is on the far side a uh, yellow flag right at the point of attack. So (laughs) I think Bryce James is standing just about the right spot. 
Yeah, you know, it looked like a couple guys there in the lead block when John kind of bounced it to the outside. They couldn't quite get their hands off in time, and sure enough, you know, you get that flag call there. But a great return by John Bach on a weird punt to field and stuff. Kind of yeah, that. it was. It had a sideways spin to it. It yeah, was a helicopter spin, yeah. not an end over end or the spiral you're normally used to. I guess a helicopter spin is all I could equate. But it that's to. that's a better phrase than what I had in my mind. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but it's first and ten from the 47. Stars will have it uh, short of mid field here as they're still in their end of uh, the field up seven nothing with 11:58 to go here in quarter number two masker out of that pistol and he'll hand it off to james and james nowhere to go really and is able to slip through just a little bit and gain maybe about one yard on the play and after rattling off uh, four runs of 10 yards plus on the very first drive. St. Paul has made the necessary adjustments as they've really slowed down the running game there for Bryce James. Yeah, it looks like they're hopping in and out of a couple different defensive fronts and maybe making Carney Catholic second guess a few things. But they're bringing some pressure there and they're making Bryce make moves in the backfield. Earlier tonight on our sister station, the classic is 98-9. Carney with a 21-14 win over Southeast. That is a final. Hand off to James. James brings it across the 50, slips through, and always had two Wildcats on either side of him and still finds a way to slip through for a gain of about 10 on the play. It'll be first and 10 here for Carney Catholic in St. Paul territory. Yeah, kind of went with that H-back formation, kind of ran a little counter action there. Uh, Nathan Dutenhofer had a nice little block to spring him there a little bit. And then, as you said, just kind of always staying low to the ground, kept his legs moving, and Bryce gets 10 yards before you know it. Check a couple more scores for you here in just a little bit, but it's first and 10 here from the 42-yard line. And Masker will hand it off to James. James is pulled down as he gets to about the 40-yard line. That'll be a gain of two, and that's going to be just about it. Number nine, Scotts Bluff and Grand Island Northwest. They're tied at 21 in Class B. Elsewhere in uh, Class uh, C1 action, no report yet between GICC and Central City, which, of course, will be Carney Catholic's opponent next week. Ashley Furniture Home Store will deliver right to your door. And here at Platte River Radio, we'll deliver the score. Don't forget, Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers dream furniture in the Kearney area. Pistol formation here for Masker. He'll take the snap. We'll uh, hand it off to James on a sweep out there. Lead blocker, he jumps over one man and will bring it across the 30-yard line. That'll be more than enough for the first down. We'll see exactly where they spot it. But that'll be a gain of 10 on second and about eight. Yeah, you know, kind of followed that H-back and the line surge there. Never seemed to have a huge hole or anything. But before you know it, before he's touched, he's eight, nine yards downfield. And as Bryce seems to always do, falls forward for another couple yards. And again, he finished with 10 yards on that play. His 14th carry of the first half here. And we've got 9-14 to go in the second quarter. So they're trying to establish this running game. They hand off to James, a little bit of seam, spins, leans forward, and is going to be inside the 25-yard line. We'll see exactly where they spot it here. That'll be a gain of either five or six. And when we kind of get to this angle, I have trouble telling the difference between a five or six, but that'll be a gain of six. Yeah, it looks like a gain of six. looks like uh, Colby Shires came across on a little counter action there for Bryce and opened up a little hole, and before you knew it, Bryce had spun and dipped and dues and has six or seven yards there and sets up a second and four. So, again, they'll go with that same formation. They spit out one wide to the right, and coming across the formation here for the uh, Stars is going to be Dutenhofer as they'll hand it right up the middle. And James, again, gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to be about it. 
yeah, you know, the defensive line kind of went back to the old principle, low man wins, and they just stayed low. And before you know it, Bryce had nowhere to go and there's no line surge and you get a no game play there. But still about a third and four, so manageable down in distance here for Kearney Catholic. So it'll be third and four from the 24, 8.09 to go here. Quarter number two, stars up seven to nothing. And again, they march right down the field, their first possession. They had a, nearly a pick six when they were threatening again. And, in fact, it gotten in the end zone once, but a holding call brought back the touchdown. So Masker will put a man in motion. Coming across there is going to be Curtis Bach. And he'll come back as a lead blocker here. Dropping the basketball, the football is going to be uh, Masker. And Masker is going to fall on it at about the 33-yard line. Yeah, it kind of looked like he just kind of got ahead of himself and might have hit the ball on the hip of the running back Bryce James there. So maybe a little miscommunication, but now it's about that fourth and 13 range. So it's the question mark with Carney Catholic with a good kicker. Do you go for it, or is it just a little out of Grant's range here? Well, that would be about a 50-yard kick. And again, uh, the wind has died down, but what wind there is would probably help instead of hurt. But they're going to go with uh, the attempt here on fourth and about 13. In the uh, shotgun formation is going to be Masker. He's only back in the backfield. Two wideouts to the left, three to the right here for Masker. He takes a snap. They're coming with a little pressure. Masker steps up, will throw it. Has a man if he can find Curtis Bach, and it is incomplete. Yeah, Mac just kind of sidestepped a little pressure there. He had a guy come on a bus there, and he's got to get a little happy feet there and overshoots Curtis, but didn't that job of sidestep blitz because St. Paul came with more guys than Carney Catholic had to be able to block. And again, that was a nice job of Masker stepping in there, finding an open area, and when he released it, he had a pretty, but he knew he had to throw it quickly. Yep. And he just wasn't able to connect with Bach as it falls incomplete in the end zone. Yeah. So it'll be a turnover on downs. Both teams have turned it over in this uh, area here very recently. And so uh, St. Paul will have it here first and 10 from their own 33. A little bit less than seven minutes to go here before halftime. And they'll run out of that wishbone right up the middle. And they're going to have a nice little line surge of about three or four yards as Helinski out of that wishbone will carry the ball for a gain of three. Yeah, that kind of looked like the old uh, blast play out of the wishbone there where you just send two lead blockers, hopefully kick out the D end and let the running back choose from a hole, either bounce it outside or cut it inside, and he cut it in and dove three or four-yard game. So second and about seven. Here they need to get it uh, to about the 44-yard line, and it's at the 36. And they'll run that little counter, and again, one guy was there early, couldn't quite make the tackle, but uh, got him heading in the right direction was Michael Daniel. As he'll get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. Yeah, Michael Daniel with a little penetration just kind of stifles everything. And before you know it, now the guy's blocking their timings off and everything, and you can get guys off blocks because he's had to hesitate and stutter stuff. So basically a no gain because of a nice penetration by Michael Daniel. So it'll be third and seven from the 32, excuse me, the 35-yard line. And they come across. They run a little counter. Coming on that right side is going to be Griffin. Griffin trying to cut back. There's a flag down, and there's a whole bunch of stars. They're going to knock him back for a loss of five. And we'll, there was a flag, two flags that are not real close to each other. I don't know if they both saw the same thing or not. But it appears to me that the flag, the, it's going to go against St. Paul as a hold. And uh, they're going to, I think they're going to wave off that holding call because they still lost five yards on the play. 
Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic did a great job. That St. Paul went with some counter action. The guys stood everybody up, and before you know it, running back's looking for some place to go, and he has nowhere to go, and you get tackled for a three, four-yard loss, or five-yard loss here, I guess it is, but not really his fault, just had nowhere to go because a great job by Carney Catholic defense of staying home. So Bach is going to stand at his 41-yard line. Eshelman will be in punt formation as he's standing at his 18 Kind of feel like this whole half, Carney Catholic's been able to play on St. Paul's side for the most part. So we got to see if we can do a little bit more after a little low snap here. But and a very low kick, too. And it's going to bounce the second or third time, get across the 50, and it's going to die just inside the 40-yard line. And there wasn't any way for anybody to make a return on that one. So the Stars will have it, again, relatively good field position at their own 39-yard line. Don't forget that we uh, stream all of our games here on Platte River Radio at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And don't forget that Internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. So glad you could join us streaming. If you're part of the military on the World Wide Web, anywhere, thank you for your service. And thanks for listening to us on Platte River Radio. Or if you're listening, say, in Lawrence, Kansas, for instance. In other words, hi, Danielle. <laughs> Coming across the formation here is... Uh, Going to be Dutenhofer again. They fake the, uh, no, they did give it off to James on the counter. He comes across on that jet sweep. He'll cut back to the inside. And I think he lost the ball, but I think it went out of bounds. In any event, he was, either he was down or fumbled the ball at about the 43-yard line as it did go out of bounds. That'll be a gain of about four. Yeah, you know, Bryce just kind of stayed with his blockers and kind of never seems like he's getting up to full speed. Uh, it seems like the biggest difference here lately is St. Paul's done a lot better job of making some sure tackles where early on Bryce was able to slip a few of those. So we'll see if Bryce can get back to slipping a few of those tackles with some good ball security here. Well, before they were reaching out with an arm, and, and now they're getting a shoulder. Yep. And it's harder to run through a shoulder tackle. Definitely. And so out of that pistol is going to be Masker. James just off of his right shoulder here. And they'll hand it off to him, and there's pressure back there. He does run through one tackle and will gain maybe about one yard as there was great penetration there by St. Paul. And then the rest, of, there wasn't much of a line surge. But again, you unstack it. That's still a gain of about two there for James. Yeah, you know, Bryce looked like he slipped in the backfield, and that almost might have set the defender up so he could kind of run through one instead of the defender being able to run through him. And Bryce kind of lunges forward, gains a yard or two before it's all said and done to set up about a third and two, third and three situation. Here. Ball's at the 47, and they got to get it just short of the 50-yard line here. And I think Carney Catholic's going to call a timeout. Yep, that's exactly what the Stars are going to do here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 4.22 to go here in the second quarter. 7 nothing Stars will have it third and two from their own 47. We come back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. We'll see what the Stars have in mind here on third and just a skosh over two yards to go from the, their own 47-yard line. As they wanted to talk about things, they're going to split out Holtmeyer wide to the right, which is the uh, wider of the two sides of the field. Ball's pretty much in the middle. 
And they'll bring a little motion on that left side. And they're going to hand it off to James. James has the first down, has it at the 50. And he'll try to cut back in, kept his balance, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at about the 41-yard line. And he uh, took about three more steps and stopped running there. So I think he knew he was out of bounds. But a nice little uh, play there, the nice design. It was almost like that jet sweep, except it wasn't a jet sweep. It was just from just off that right shoulder of Masker. Yeah, they kind of went with a H-back, almost like an offset fullback look, and kind of led him around like he was a lead fullback and just sealed the end, and Bryce was able to get outside for a nice gain there to set up a first and 10 with Matt going into the empty set. And Masker this time has time to throw. He's going to throw it deep, a tight spiral, trying to find it over the shoulder there is going to be Bach, and it falls incomplete. Yeah, you know, I tried to hit John on like a corner out there, it looked like, but uh, good coverage, but a good spot for Matt because John was just a little bit away, but a nice play there on first and 10, see if you can stretch him back because St. Paul's been trying to bring a little pressure, so if you guess right and you hit John there, you got a first and 10 inside the 20 or maybe even more. Well, again, I think it's pretty clear Carney Catholic is uh, trying to establish the run game here. Yeah, definitely trying to maybe use the pass to set up the run every now and then. Absolutely. Too. So the masker will hand it off to James. James outruns one man and will lean forward and gain maybe about seven yards in the backfield was David Gross. But Gross isn't going to win too many foot races against Bryce James. No, and it looked like David had him dead in the sights. And Bryce just plants his foot and gets upfield. And before you know it, he's got five or six and uh, just makes a nice little play there to the outside. And you set up a nice, manageable third down and five. As the 20th time, Bryce James has carried the football here in the game. And it looks like they're giving him rest and bringing in Cooper Holbert back there at running back now. So bad snap, and somebody's going to have to fall on the ball. As it hit the punter's leg, the punter went, excuse me, the uh, snapper went back to find it. And I don't know if he's the one that recovered the ball or not. In any event, it's going to be a loss on the play of about four. And Matt Masker is going to be credited with a four-yard loss, and I don't think he ever touched the football. No, it kind of looked like the we might have been anticipating being under center, and before you know it, the center, we get a snap that looks like it's under center, and before you notice, it's a uh, loose ball. But Carney Catholic heads up, gets on it, so now you at least have a chance here on fourth down. So on successive drives, the Stars will go for it on fourth down from inside uh, about the 42-yard line. So Masker out of that pistol. Will roll out to his right. That's where all of his wide receivers are. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got a man. That's Holtmeyer who catches the ball at the five. Lunges to the goal line. Touchdown. Great seal block by Cooper Holbrook to seal the defensive end so Matt could set his feet. And a beautiful ball by Matt and Brady turning and twisting. It makes a nice catch and stumbles into the end zone there. But a great block by Cooper Holbrook to set the defensive end so Matt had time to deliver a beautiful ball. And that was a great pass. And five points bank. Touchdown there for him. Again, for the second time tonight, from Masker to Holtmeyer. This one from 42 yards. The first one was two yards. Yeah, just a great ball, great play design there on fourth and eight, and kind of one of those that maybe if St. Paul does get a defended a little differently, that they're still happy because it works like a punt. So Bushcutter will try to add the extra point. Snap is down. That, everything looked a lot cleaner that time, and the extra point is good. It is now 14-0 Kearney Catholic, who has a lead with 2.41 to go here in the second quarter. We're back right after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, 
See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. The Stars tack on a touchdown. They now lead it 14 to nothing. Feel a little bit better. And statistically, they, their numbers are going to look like they're up by a couple of touchdowns. But they've been playing on St. Paul's side of the field. And they're really quite fortunate, um, St. Paul is, that it isn't a bigger score. And a lot of times when you keep it close, that second half, things can go your way. Yeah, it feels like Carney Catholic started about every possession, either within 10 yards of the midfield line or over on St. Paul's side. So St. Paul to be down 14 nothing. I don't know if you can be overly disappointed when you're giving the team, the other team that many chances with good field position here. But Carney Catholic does make them pay there that last time. And again, uh, St. Paul's biggest bugaboo has been turnovers. They have not turned the ball over at all. Carney Catholic did. It almost turned into a pick six for St. Paul. So Bushcutter will kick it off, a high kick that's going to be picked up at about the five-yard line. And running with it here is going to be Plackey, and Plackey will bring it out to about the 25, and there will be a meeting of a lot of players there, including Cooper Holbrook, and there's a flag on the far side. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't quite see what the flag was there the, away from the play, so I don't know if there's extracurricular activity or anything like that, but Cooper Holbrook with a nice open field tackle there because if he misses that tackle, that would be a nice game there for St. Paul. So there, the flag is at the 40-yard line. The tackle was at the 25. So it's going to be a, a chop block, and that's, I believe, a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, 15 yards should be from there, so it should be back St. Paul up or half the distance to the goal in this situation. Distance, yeah. Unless, for some reason, the with the flag being at the 40, it m- makes it basically no gain, but I think it should be from the end of the play. I think it would be end of the play. but Otherwise, it's not a penalty. Yeah. so yeah, They're backing him up. So. Yep. Yeah. Going to back St. Paul up inside their 20-yard line. And again, St. Paul's got to get a couple first downs here. Otherwise, they're going to give Carney Catholic the ball potentially with a chance here again, just over two and a half left. But if Carney Catholic can force a quick three and out, they got a chance to do something once again. Absolutely. So we'll see what the Stars can uh, get done here, uh, defensively anyway, as uh, they're going to go out of the uh, pistol formation, Halisto. Alinsky looking to throw, and now he's going to tuck and run, runs through one tackle, and then wrapping things up here for the Stars is going to be Ryan Brungart. Yeah, just kind of a roll out there to the wide side of the field where he had some trips action and no one opened, so just decided to pull down and kind of made a little sidestep there to make a guy miss and dives forward for about nine yards there. I think it's safe to say that was a run-pass option there. Yeah, definitely. Trying to get one of your better athletes out in open space so the defense has to make a decision on you. Bruliette is the uh, furthest of four wide receivers on the left side. They're rolling this way, and pressure coming. Holinsky is going to throw it, and it's going to hit in the track, and the cheerleaders got to get out of the way. That is a great throw. It honestly is because no risk of it being uh, intentional grounding and no risk of an interception. Yeah, you know, the Stars kind of brought a little pressure. Ryan Blake does a nice job of getting to him and not late or anything, just put some pressure on. And Holinsky does a great job of getting rid of the ball so there's uh, no loss there. Otherwise, you're looking at third and one here instead of about third and ten if he takes the loss. That's right. Well, I'll call it third and two, actually, as uh, again, they're going to go with the exact same formation. We'll see if Holinsky does a little quarterback draw here on third and about a yard and a half, maybe two. Holinsky out of that pistol, going to throw it quickly on this left side. It's going to be caught and slipping through the defense and getting the first down here is going to be Wyatt Plackey. 
Yeah, just kind of ran a little uh, bubble screen there type action, just catch and flare it out. Uh, old people might say, or older generations might say that's just a sweep, essentially. But good enough for a first down, and that's a big first down because that would have been third and one, and if he happened to drop it, Carney Catholic would be getting the ball back again. So it's going to be first and ten here. As again, now that shotgun is going to be Helinski. Same formation, but they flip it to the right side of the field, which is now the wide side. Alinsky throws, and it is incomplete. They overthrew the intended man. The man with the best chance of catching that was Bach, and he gave it everything he could. He just couldn't get there. Yeah, you know, just kind of one of those that sails on you a little bit. You get the nose up on you and sails three or four yards over or higher than you're anticipating. But John was in good position to cover. Uh, the line's doing a great job of letting Holinsky roll out without having a lot of pressure from the front four. So we'll see if Carney Catholic has to bring a little pressure to get him getting a little more excited than the pocket. There. But but again, if Carney Catholic has too much pressure, he's a guy that can yep. run through and do a lot of damage with that. So you kind of almost have to do contain. So yep. it's, 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 it's a chess game match out there. And again, quick throw to that right side. That basically is a lateral. And making a man miss is uh, going to be Griffith. Griffith cuts to the outside. There's a couple of guys with an angle. And Hoosman is able to knock him down at about the 46-yard uh, line. Yeah, you know, just kind of a little uh, flare pass out to the right side, but he plants his feet, and once Carney Catholic got out there and might have over-pursued a little bit and makes a guy miss, and before you know it, you got a gain of 15 to 20 yards and got a first down over Carney Catholic's 50. That's gain, and we're going to call it a 19, and I think that was a lateral. So we're going to make those rushing yards here for Wyatt Plackey, who now has 165 yards rushing on the season. Now the shotgun here is going to be Helinski. Helinski rolling out. He's going to throw it over the middle late, and it's going to be knocked down by Bushcutter. There was a couple of other stars there as well. Uh, their man-to-man with the coverage and going stride for stride with him was uh, Tyler Connolly. And I, if Grant does knock that ball down, I think Connolly might have had a shot at the interception. Yeah, Ty looked like he was in his linebacker spot and saw the tight end release vertically and ran with him. And then Grant came from his cornerback, which was supposed to be his read, and broke it up. And John Hoosman was also there, looking like there was three guys maybe going over there. And Grant did a smart thing in making sure no one was going to catch it if he wasn't going to be able to get it. Absolutely. You knock it down unless you got a chance for the interception. You can't yeah. assume that the hands belong to a teammate. Alinsky throw over the middle and nearly intercepted by Bushcutter again as it goes off of his fingertips as he uh, jumped and spun in the air. And dang near came down with it. He's tapping his uh, helmet, but that that'd been a highlight reel if he would have made that catch. Yeah, you know they're looking for the tight end Gross again, and he's running a vertical route. And Grant's doing a great job of staying deeper, so he has the better play on the ball, and just kind of overshot both of them. Otherwise, Grant would have had to make a heck of a play that college coaches would have been wanting that one. So it'll be third and ten, ball at the 46-yard line. They've got a they already have it in Carney Catholic territory. So under uh, out that pistol is going to be Helinski. Helinski, not much pressure. There's a flag down. Ball's deep, and that one is going to be intercepted. John Hoosman with a great read back there. We'll see if it stands. It looks like it's in the area where offensive holding would take place. That is the signal, so it should be Carney Catholic ball and a nice interception by John Hoosman. Well, there's a decision here, I think, because uh, the ball's inside the 10-yard line. You decline the penalty, it would be uh, third and 20 near midfield. Yeah, that's a good punt. Yeah, 
That's a great punt for St. Paul, but no, I think... With a minute 13 to go, you probably want your hands on the ball. Yep, you want your hands on the ball, especially with as well as Matt throws the ball when he gets to set his feet. And with some of the guys in open space that Carney Catholic has, I think you take a chance because you do have a solid kicking game that you think maybe we can get something here before half to spring us forward even more and maybe put a little more doubt in an 0-4 team here. That was a great catch by Hoosman, who ended up landing in his back. Let's not understate yeah. that. That was, a on third down, a great play there. So Masker, out of that pistol, has one running back to his right, two wideouts to the right, one to the left, and he's going to throw the ball in the middle of the field, and it's just off the fingertips and incomplete. Yeah, you know, just kind of went with a four verticals route. Line did a great job of making... Uh, giving Matt time and uh, just off the fingertips couldn't quite make out the numbers there, but he had broken open. Brett Kaiser nearly making the uh, catch as it just goes off of his fingertips, and it stayed on those fingertips for a little while. Yeah, you can tell Brett's definitely got a little breakaway speed. If he's able to haul that in, I think he looks like he's pulling away for a 85-yard touchdown there. So it'll be, again, second and 10 from about the 14, 15-yard line. Masker takes the snap, pressure on the backside. He sees it, throws it in underneath, going to be complete at the 30, and now at the 35-yard line, nearly getting to the 40, just short of the 40-yard uh, line, is going to be Pacheco. Yeah, Eric ran a nice little digger out there, found the soft spot, and slowed down so Matt could find him and made a nice catch and then turned up field, getting it just short of the 40. And here's where Carney Catholic's tempo can help you because you're not having to change anything as opposed to a lot of teams that huddle. 53 seconds to go here. They hand it off to James right up the middle. James has a seam. James has to cross midfield down to about the 45-yard line. That'll be a gain of 17 on the play, and that'll stop the clock to move the chains. 21st carry of the first half. First half for Bryce James. And it forces St. Paul to take a timeout here because they're on their heels, and they don't want to give up something cheap here because Carney Catholic in this high-tempo offense can do some damage here, and St. Paul wisely calls a timeout to hopefully slow down the Stars. And I, I agree with you that that's a good timeout for St. Paul, but it does benefit Carney Catholic a little bit because it will stop the clock with 45 seconds to go here in the first half. This timeout is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. So 45 seconds to go here before halftime. Carney Catholic still has two timeouts left, and they've been able to get the ball from the 14-yard line all the way across midfield into uh, St. Paul's about 44-yard line. Yeah, you know, doing some nice things. Eric with a nice catch and run, and then Bryce right up in the middle on a first down that might have surprised St. Paul because they look like they might have been thinking pass all the way, but with a running back like Bryce, if he makes one guy miss, he might be off to the races just as well as anybody. Central City right now is leading Grand Island Central Catholic 20 to three as uh, that game is in the second quarter. We'll deliver the scores for you here on Platte River Radio. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers right to your door. And it'll be first and 10 for Carney Catholic as Masker will be the only back in the backfield. A little bit of pressure coming, throws it in underneath, going to be caught by Holtmeyer along the sideline, and uh, he'll go out of bounds just short of the 30-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about 14. Yeah, moves the chains, just kind of ran a little deep hitch, maybe eight, nine yards, and before you notice it, you got a first down. Brady turns up, and he's right near the sideline. That if you start getting hit, you just can lunge out of bounds and hopefully start to stop the clock for a while. Holtmeyer has two touchdown catches. That's his fifth catch of the first half here. Stops the clock with 39 to go. First and 10 from the 31. Masker throws quickly. Bunch of targets over there, and uh, it'll be... Close to first down uh, territory there as the ball was uh, caught by Kaiser. Yeah, just ran that same hitch route. Just time Matt hit him in the middle of the field. Brett turned up and got about eight or nine yards again. 
Carney Catholic calls the timeout with 30 seconds left. But really, given Matt a lot of time is that offensive line, they're getting the hands down so they can throw these timing routes, and Matt's delivering a great ball. He is, and he had he had four different guys he could mm-hmm. throw to there. As, again, uh, St. Paul's worried about that deep ball because yep. they've seen the arm that yep. Masker has out there. Again, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Carney Catholic uh, still has one timeout left to go here in the first half. And, again, uh, a beautiful night for football here in St. Paul. There was a rain shower that came here about an hour and a half before kickoff, and uh, the field really doesn't show any effects of that as, at all, as it is a great night for football. Long sleeves yeah. or maybe maybe a sweatshirt. That's about all you need out there. Yeah, it's a great fall night here in Nebraska with some high school football. You couldn't ask for anything better to do on a Friday in late September, mid to late September here in the beginning of fall, and a great job by the grounds crew here at St. Paul because the field looks tremendous. I uh, came through uh, Caro and the junk jaunt was yeah. there, so there's uh, there, there are other options that were available yes. to people and i saw a lot of people taking the other option yeah they did it looks like st paul's worried about holtmeyer here they're going to stack two guys over him even though carney catholic has four guys to the wide side of the field so definitely worried about him here and rolling that direction is going to be masker masker has time to throw throws it and it's going to be incomplete it's between a couple of different targets mestel was uh, camped out in the end zone and it was thrown short of him and over kaiser it falls incomplete yeah, you know, it definitely looks like Carney Catholic saw that St. Paul rolled their coverage to the other side of the field, and they were going to try to go there. Just couldn't quite get the ball there to Mestel, who had settled right about the one-yard line. But good decision there because now you still got a third and one instead of trying to force one where maybe it's intercepted there. So live to fight another down here with third and one here. Yeah, third and long one, one. short two, however you want to say it. It's going to be third and two from about the 23-yard line with 25 seconds to go. Masker calls out the signals. He's going to run the option. He's going to pitch it out to uh, to James, and James is going to be knifed down at the 25-yard line. That'll be a loss of two. Yeah, you know, uh, Zach Darren Holinski does a great job there. Matt gets a little indecisive there, and he's able to flow because of the play by his linebacker there and makes a great open field tackle for a loss to force Carney Catholic to lose their, use their last time out here on about a fourth and five. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We'll see what the stars are going to do here. Grant has uh, a T in that left hand, but he's not in the huddle as they're discussing things at the 25-yard line. Uh, that's within Grant's uh, field goal range. If you don't believe me, you can ask Columbus Scotus. Yeah, you know, this is one of those decisions where when you got a kicker, you got that decision-making, and it looks like Grant might have headed back to the sideline after talking over with Coach Collins, so I don't know if that was Coach Collins' decision or Grant, but Grant is still kicking over there on the sideline, so it might be one of these things that they still haven't made up their mind officially yet. Well, it's going to be fourth and now about four, and Bushcutter is still on the sideline as the Stars are going to go for it here on fourth and four. About a seven-mile-an-hour wind, and what wind there is would help the kicker. But it's going to be a pistol formation here, shotgun formation. Only back in the backfield here is going to be Masker. Masker's got one wide out to the right, and that's Holtmeyer. We'll see if they're looking that direction. Looks like he's got single coverage, but he's going to the wide side. He's got a guy with a step. In the end zone, is it caught? Touchdown! Looks like Eric Pacheco might have went up there and got it on all five, six of him, but a great ball by Eric or by Matt Masker again. And it looked like just a timing route. Just thought they could get behind the guy because Matt just set his feet and threw it. So big play right before half. So a uh, beautiful ball there 
as Carney Catholic rolls the dice on fourth down and a great ball into the hands of Eric Pacheco for the touchdown. And now Bushcutter will try to add the extra point to make it 21 nothing with 11 seconds to go here before halftime. Just a great ball by Matt here. Good snap here. And Bushcutter punches it through. It is good, and it's 21-0. The Stars roll the dice on fourth down and drop it in a well. That was a beautifully thrown ball to Pacheco for the touchdown. So 21-0, Stars with the lead. They'll kick it off with 11 seconds to go before halftime. We come back after this. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. A beautiful ball. I mean, that was dropped in there absolutely perfectly by Matt Masker. And you say going up for it. Well, he kind of dropped it in a well there, right in the hands of Pacheco, over the defense, into the hands of number five. Yeah, Eric did a nice job. Matt threw a great ball. Eric went up to make sure there was no defender behind him that could make a play on the ball. But a great ball there to score right before half. And Carney Catholic's longest drive to set it up nonetheless. Yeah, they end up going 86 yards on it. And the touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney, the better bank. So Bushcutter now will kick it off here from the 40, probably one of those squib deals. And uh, no, as soon as I say that, it's going to be a high kick that bounces and is going to go in the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, kind of one of those kicks where you maybe squib. So St. Paul moves up just a little bit, and Grant does a great job of angle kicking it there. So if it is caught or returned, he's got the short side of the field to work with there, but it gets into the end zone there. And with 11 seconds to go, 80 yards to go, they do have a couple of timeouts, but I don't think you're thinking you're going to get two Hail Marys here. You might, uh, might just do a handoff right up the middle. If they bust it for 80 yards, they bust it for 80 yards. Yeah, this is one of those plays where you kind of hope that if you're Carney Catholic, you just wrap up, make the sure tackle. If you're St. Paul, you got maybe an option. Do you try a hook and ladder? Hopefully Carney Catholic misses a tackle, or if you throw one up, maybe they get behind the guy. But Carney Catholic's job is just don't get beat deep. The last thing you want to do is make a big mistake. Kalinsky will take it out of the shotgun. He's just kind of scrambling around. He runs through a couple of tackles before finally getting pulled down by Connolly after gaining about two yards on the play, and that will do it for the first half. Yeah, you know, the line did a great job getting a surge, so Holinsky couldn't set his feet and even try to chuck one deep. And then uh, Ty Connolly does a nice job of wrapping up there to end the half. So the Stars will head to locker room with a 21-0 lead. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We come back right after this. Anderson Brothers, your neighbor serving your neighborhood since 1947, wants to help a neighbor this winter. Anderson Brothers wants to install a high-efficiency furnace free into the home of someone who's truly deserving and in need. Do you know of someone you'd like to nominate? Do you own your own home and are in need? Just contact Anderson Brothers in Kearney or Holdridge before November 14th for your nomination giving back to the community it's just anderson brothers way of saying thank you for the honor of serving central nebraska for over 65 years five points bank we're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the carney area one of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true carney connection important in providing the best in banking our staff is proud they've lived in carney for years many have been lifelong residents having a true carney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of carney bank with five points bank the better bank 
the bank with a true Carney connection. Good things will happen. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. And welcome back here to St. Paul. Time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages as Carney Catholic has a 21-0 lead here. Instead of trying a 42-yard field goal late in the uh, second quarter, they go for it on fourth down. Beautiful pass from Asker to Pacheco for a 25-yard strike, and the Stars lead it by three scores as we head in the locker room, and uh, statistically, the Stars dominating this game as well. Yeah, I know. I think Coach Culling's got to be very pleased with the way his defense has played. I think maybe they've given up two or three first downs is all in the first half, and they've played on the St. Paul side of the field, it seems like, the entire first half, with the exception of the last drive when they started back aways, but everything else has been for the 40 and over, so maybe lucky that St. Paul is only down 21 nothing and when you're giving the ball consistently to an offense explo- as explosive as Carney Catholic with Brady Holtmeyer doing a lot of the damage receiving for them and then Eric Pacheco late and Bryce James is just toting the rock here. He's got over 20 carries in the first half and a lot of it's due to the fact that the line is surging and Bryce has 140 yards or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 140 yards on 22 carries here in the first half. That's a game for a lot of guys, and Bryce looks like he's getting stronger there maybe after the little mid-first-half woes there and breaking some more tackles, a little more running room. Looks like the line is doing a great job in just getting a surge for them. And Matt, what can you say about a kid that throws as great of a ball as he has? Even some of his misses were there on the money, or he's putting it where his guy catches it and the other guy doesn't. But it looks like Carney Catholic's dictating what they want to do offensively and making St. Paul play on their heels a little bit, even when St. Paul's on offense. So really almost a picturesque first half for the Stars. If they could have just punched one or two more of those in, the one where they had the holding penalty after Bryce had got into the end zone hurts a little bit and then with the pick but they're able to escape that one so really a great first half for Carney Catholic to be up 21 nothing and uh, let's go through first of all the scoring summary will begin on Carney Catholic's first drive of the game uh, even though much of the work was done by uh, James running the football it was capitalized when Matt Masker hit Brady Holtmeyer on a quick two-yard slant and the extra point was good that made it seven to nothing with about eight minutes to go in the first quarter Second quarter after Carney Catholic had some opportunities, uh, turned the ball over, almost returned for a touchdown by St. Paul. But Mitchell Wasty, let's not forget his play, hustling from his center position to tackle a guy that made the uh, interception downfield and uh, returned it about 50 yards. And uh, Wasty got him from behind and, uh, again, kept St. Paul off the board. But then Carney Catholic got back on the board late in the second quarter after an 86-yard drive. This time, Masker hit Holtmeyer from 42 yards away. That made it 14 to nothing. And we talked about it before. Stars decided on uh, fourth and about three from the 25-yard line to go for the touch, uh, go for the first down at least. And they threw a great touchdown strike to Pacheco from Masker, and the extra point was good. That made it 21 to nothing here in the first half. Statistically for St. Paul, Michael Allen has carried the ball. Uh, excuse me, he's one out of one passing for three yards. Jared Helinski is one out of seven for eight. So they have 11 yards in the passing game, does St. Paul. 
in the uh, rushing game. Michael Allen, one carry for a negative one yard. Jared Helinski has five carries for 13. Uh, Joey Jonak has carried the ball uh, three times for uh, five yards. And uh, Miles Griffin, six carries for one yard. And Wyatt Plackey has 19 yards on only one carry. So that's 32, uh, that's 38, 37 yards, uh, 38 yards, I had it right here, 38 yards of uh, rushing in the first half on 16 carries, and then another 11 yards, so 49 yards of total offense for St. Paul here in the first half. For Carney Catholic, Matt Masker is 9 of 17. He does have an interception, but he also has three touchdown passes, 9 of 17, for 152 yards, Brady Holtmeyer is a uh, leading uh, a receiver who has two touchdown passes, four catches, and he's got right at 100 yards here in the first half. I'll have to total up his numbers here in just a moment. Bryce James has carried the ball, as we mentioned, 22 times for 140 yards. Matt Masker had two carries. One of them, he never actually got the ball. It was a four-yard loss on a bad snap, so he lost 12 yards there. And uh, Holtmeyer, excuse me, Hoosman carried the ball a one time here for Carney Catholic. And John lost six yards on the play. So 122 yards on the ground for Carney Catholic, 152 yards in the air. So 174 yards of offense here in the first half as Carney Catholic leads it by a score of 21 to nothing. And again, less than 50 yards for St. Paul here in the first half. Yeah, you know, the line, both offensively and defensively, doing a lot of really good things here tonight, either giving Matt time to throw offensively, letting Bryce have some holes so he can pick and choose and run for these little gashes of 5 to 10 yards, it seems like Bryce is getting. And then defensively, they're standing St. Paul's linemen up and playing lower than them at times and making them try to fight and make moves in the backfield. So that's really where the line, or the game is being decided there, it seems like, right now, because Carney Catholic actually has a few more of the or, um, extra turnover compared to St. Paul here. So the line play has been extremely well, or has gone extremely well for Carney Catholic. And uh, let me give you some receiving numbers here. We mentioned Holtmeyer caught uh, five balls. That is for 95 yards. Brett Kaiser has a nine-yard reception. Eric Pacheco has two catches for 49 yards. So again, 49 for Pacheco on two long catches. And Holtmeyer, two touchdown uh, receptions for 95 yards here in the first half. And Carney Catholic has a 21-0 lead here at intermission. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in the local Yellow Pages. We're going to take a quick break. We'll check some scores from around the state. We come back right after this. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back here to St. Paul during the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 21-0, Carney Catholic has the lead here over the Wildcats as both these two teams starting district play 
for the uh, first time. And that's going to be the case for most of the teams in uh, uh, classes uh, B on down in the state of Nebraska. Let's get you updated on what we have. Earlier today on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, Carney with the win in Lincoln against Southeast. They have scored 14 straight unanswered points and win it 21-14 to over the Knights. Elsewhere, number seven, Grand Island, is uh, trailing at number three, Omaha Westside, by a score of 21 to 6. At last report, that game was in the second quarter. In Class B, Sydney leads 21 0 in Lexington in the second. Grand Island Northwest has a three point lead over ninth ranked Scotts Bluff, 31 to 28. They're now in the third quarter. And Adam Central right now with a 35 0 lead uh, at home against Gehring. That game is in the second quarter. If that holds, they'll have a running clock to start the second half. Elsewhere, fifth-ranked York is at Crete, and right now the Dukes with a 17-0 lead. The game of the night, probably in Class B, right now is going to Aurora. The Huskies, number seven in the state, leads at second-ranked McCook, 29-7. They're in the second quarter. That can't uh, feel good for the hometown Bison. Elsewhere, Alliance, 21-17, their lead right now in Hastings. That game at the half. Here in Class C-1, Carney Catholic has a 21-0 lead over St. Paul. Also at intermission, Kozad leads Gothenburg 7-0, and Milford-Dorchester with a 27-6 lead over Fairbury. In the second quarter, at last report, Central City had a 22-3 lead over Grand Island Central Catholic. Elsewhere, it was O'Neill at home over Broken Bow, 14-7. That game is in the second. And Holdridge, number eight in the state, they've got a 21 to uh, seven lead in Mended right now. That game is in the second quarter as, again, the uh, Dusters have a 14-point lead at uh, intermission. And, again, that uh, are two teams that are in the same district as uh, Kearney Catholic. We'll see both of those teams later in the year. In Class C2, top-ranked St. Cecilia on the road to number 8, Donovan Trumbull, and the top-ranked team in the state has a 28-0 lead as the Blue Hawks comfortably up at intermission uh, in Donovan. Also at halftime, Southern Valley at home has a 14-0 lead over Superior at intermission. Fourth-ranked Sutton is leading Sandy Creek 16-6 there in the second quarter. Also in the second, uh, Shelby Rising City with a 28-6 lead at Thayer Central there in the second. Halftime, fifth-ranked Gibbon laying the wood to Wood River right now, 46-0. That game is also at halftime. In eight-man action in Class D1, a friend at home leads McCool Junction 28-14 in the second quarter. Also in the second, fifth-ranked Amherst at home over Central Valley, 35-0, uh, as we mentioned in the second quarter. Up uh, by touchdown are the Blue Hill Bobcats in Franklin as they lead the uh, Flyers 23-16. At last report, that was in the first quarter. Elm Creek on the road at Shelton, and the Bulldogs right now have an 8-0 lead in the first at last report. And in the second quarter, Twin Loop with a 10-6 lead over Angeli Litchfield. That game is in the second quarter. In D2 action, uh, second-ranked Exeter Milligan has an 8-6 lead over sixth-ranked Giltner in Giltner. That's at halftime, a real offensive, uh, excuse me, defensive struggle there as Exeter Milligan 8-6 over Giltner at halftime. Elsewhere in the second quarter, Heartland Lutheran with a 28-22 lead at Elkhorn Valley in the second. Uh, top-ranked Anselmo Myrna, 40-18 over Pleasanton in the second quarter. First quarter, Alma at home being shut out by Kennesaw, 19 to nothing. As we mentioned, 
That game is in the first quarter, and that is in uh, Class D2. And in six-man action, Silver Lake is a final 69 to nothing over McPherson County. And again, we'll deliver the scores for you here on Platte River Radio. Ashley Furniture Home Store delivers right to your door. Contact Ashley Furniture Home Store for your dream furniture in the Kearney area. And, of course, don't forget uh, that coming up later tonight on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM, we'll have the CPI Mr. Tire Friday night scoreboard show as we'll uh, run down all the scores, have summaries from all the games that we do on Platte River Radio and get you all updated. And that will happen at the conclusion of the uh, Kansas City Royals and uh, Cleveland Indians game. Uh, normally those games are on the breeze, but the breeze right now is busy doing Tri-City Storm Hockey, their home opener, their season opener uh, against the Omaha Lancers. And right now Kansas City is trailing Cleveland by a score of 3 to nothing. That game is in the bottom of the fourth inning. And again, the CPI Tire Friday night scoreboard show will be at the conclusion of the Royals game on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. You'll also find the Royals tomorrow night on Classic Hits as well because, again, uh, Husker football will uh, bump the uh, Royals over to Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Once again, halftime here in St. Paul. The Stars with a 21-0 lead. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll be back with more right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Carney Catholic will get the ball to start the second half. They began uh, the game by uh, kicking off. So after scoring late in the second quarter, you get the ball right back and gives you the opportunity of uh, getting this game going in a direction you want it to go. Yeah, you know, a uh, big chance here to maybe get a big stretch here and maybe even put more doubt into uh, St. Paul's mind as they uh, question themselves maybe being an 0-4 team and then take a 28 nothing lead or 24 nothing depending on if we can do something here with this drive. But a big possession nonetheless for Carney Catholic and St. Paul both because it can go the other way. If you can get a three and out and get a short field, maybe you got a chance to get right back in this ballgame. Randy Bushcutter, Scott Carlin, head boys basketball coach at Carney Catholic. That's why the we, <laughs> when he says uh, what he says. Uh, and again, thanks for joining us. Doug, uh, Doug, Don taking the day off because he's taking his lovely bride out for her birthday. We won't say, let's just say it's the anniversary of, his 20, of her 21st birthday yeah. for Jackie. So congratulations to uh, Jackie on, it was a milestone birthday. A milestone. We'll say that yeah. and we'll just leave it at that. And uh, so, actually, her birthday was last week, but uh, didn't time out for them to get together. They're doing it tonight, and we certainly hope that they're having a great evening. We're having a great evening here. Beautiful night for football, about six miles an hour 
is the uh, is the wind out there. We're looking at about 66 degrees, and the field's in uh, great shape. So it is a beautiful, beautiful night for football. Tonight's field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weegis. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Craig Weegis, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. And again, we're... Have to wait for the entire clock to uh, go down, even though both teams are all ready to go. And uh, basically the uh, officials are out showing how well they can spin a football on their hand because, again, both teams are ready to go, but the, but the rules are you we can't go. Yeah, rules are rules, and the officials having a little fun out there, having their powwow. Uh, you know, really rather cleanly played game a few flags here yeah. and there but seems to be most teams are hitting the ball or hitting hard and then helping each other up so always great to see here when you have a conference game like this yeah and again it's it, there is no such thing as conference games of football but it's a conference rival it's yep. a team you know you see these guys and with, with yep. wrestling and football and basketball and track and you get to know these guys uh, over the years and again st paul uh, has had some outstanding teams over the years. They're kind of building things up a little bit, hoping that next year might be a year that they can kind of uh, take some steps in the right direction. But again, the last thing, and you're absolutely yeah. right, sportsmanship has been outstanding tonight. The last thing you'd say is tonight's yeah. game has been chippy. Yeah, you know, uh, two teams, and St. Paul maybe being a little bit younger with Coach Fuller in his second year, I believe, here, uh, seems to be turning things around here and uh, has the guys playing hard and excited for the second half here. So Miles Griffith will uh, kick the ball off here as we've uh, now gone to triple zeros, and we'll get uh, get 12 minutes punched into the clock here, and we're just about set and ready to go. There's the whistle, and stepping into it is Miles Griffith, and he'll onside kick it. It's bouncing around, and picking it up is going to be John, is going to be Curtis Bach, as Curtis Bach will get credit for a kick return. Not a lot of yards, but it's going to be near midfield. Yeah, you know, uh, St. Paul, you know, taking a little chance, rolling the dice, hitting uh, Carney Catholic, maybe an onside kick when maybe they weren't expecting. But a heads-up play by Curtis Bach gives Carney Catholic a short field again. We'll see if the Stars can capitalize on this one. And again, Griffith came up there and uh, and kicked it, but they did not do any shift. And the way that St. Paul reacted, I think it surprised them as well. Yeah, it But it darn it worked. If yeah. it wasn't for a heads-up uh, decision here by Curtis Bach, uh, might have had uh, a little bit of an issue. The ball is uh, spotted just short of midfield. It's at the 49, so it clearly went the necessary 10 yards, and the uh, officials are huddling up here and having a discussion. Yeah, I don't quite know what they're discussing because it looked like Curtis was the first one to touch him. Uh, he doesn't he have to wait the 10 yards anyway. Right, he can come up. So out of the pistol formation is going to be Masker. Masker's going to hand it off to James. James has a seam. Brouillette misses the tackle but stays with him. We'll finally wrap him up after he gets across the 40 to the 35-yard line and maybe a little bit further than that as he's going to gain about 18 on the first play here of the second half. Yeah, just kind of that inside zone read here where Bryce hits the hole hard and, you know, Bryce got tackled up high. Might Could have been a face mask, but a great game to start the half for the Stars. So 170 yards rushing here as Masker now will throw, get it out on that right side and can't make the connection with Brady Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer can't make his sixth catch of the night. He's got 95 yards in receptions as that one falls incomplete. Yeah, just one of those timing routes, a little short out here and uh, just, just out front of Brady's hands, but... Uh, Good ball there again where it's Brady's ball or no one's there and a, a nice safe play there on first and 10. So it'll be now second and 10 as the ball is spotted. We'll call it the 34-yard line. Coming across the motion is going to be John Bach. They fake the handoff to him. Give it to James. James across the line of scrimmage. Has enough for the first down. Brings it across the 20 and is going to be down about the 16-yard line as the Stars very quickly get it in the Platte Valley of Auto. 
into the red zone. Brought to you by Platte Valley Auto of Kearney. Yeah, you know, John went in motion there, and it kind of makes the DN just sit and wait because he looked like he had Bryce dead rights, but when John comes in motion, he just has to stop, and that was the gap Bryce needed to be able to get up and gain about 16 yards there. Well, actually, it's about 19 because they spotted at the 15-yard line. Bad snap. Pitch here, going to be on the ground, and James is the one that's going to eat that at about the 21-yard line, so they're going to lose about six on the play. Yeah, it kind of just looked like the timing was messed up. Might have hit the receiver in motion, then Matt picks the ball up and thinks he can get Bryce and just off of Bryce's fingertips, and Bryce sees the cavalry coming for the Wildcats and just dives on the ball to give him about a second and 14 or 15. Yeah, probably about a loss of four on the play. I marked it uh, as a loss of six, but it's really only a loss of four. And so out of the pistol is going to be Masker again. James to his right. James is going to roll out to that right side. So is Masker. They throw it in underneath. Caught by Holtmeyer. Makes one man miss at the 15. Has it across the 10. And he's going to bring it inside to about the 8-yard line. So that'll be a gain of uh, about 14. That's going to be awfully close to a first down. Yeah, you know, Matt just kind of rolls out there. Bryce helps with the uh, pickup of the DN with Brandon Mertz and uh Gives Matt a nice pocket, hits Brady for a sixth catch, and just short of the first down, it looks like. It's less than a yard. Looks like about 20 inches there or so. Yeah, about the length of a football here. And so Carney Catholic will, again, go out of that pistol. They almost never go in under center. We got a little stoppage here. Looks like they're going to measure for it here because, like we said, it is nice and close. So good chance for Carney Catholic to get the play they want if they are short. Otherwise, it looks like it'll be first and goal. Well, the chain gang bringing out the chains, just like Carney towing and repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where you are, they'll take you home, and they uh, stop the action. I think they're going to talk about uh, the clock here because I think they talked about whether or not to bring the chains out for a long time and never gave the signal to stop the clock and clock operator not told to shut the clock up doesn't shut the clock off yeah does that's his, what you're supposed to do yep does his job and they double check on some things and looked like we were or Carney Catholics about six inches short is also about half the length of the football We'll see if Carney Catholic goes under center when you got about a 200-pound quarterback. Do you yeah. let him just lunge forward, or do you say, nope, we're going to go shotgun and make you spread the field again? That's not what they do. <laughs> I, I think they've done that once in like eight years. So they start the clock here with 10.37 to go. Masker's going to throw, and he's got enough for the first down as it's caught and fighting for extra yards, battling for that goal line on that left side. I didn't see who made the catch, but it's going to be all the way down to about the uh, – uh, inside the one, as that'll be a gain of about seven. I think it was Brady Holtmeyer once I think again. It was just kind of ran that little three-step hitch, and Matt just catches the ball, sets his feet, throws the ball, and Brady, about 195 pounds, just lunges forward, and before you know it, he's inside the one. So they get that first down inside the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. And we'll see whether or not we can get the touchdown here with now 10-18 to go in quarter number three. Rolling out his masker. Masker looking to run. Will be spun forward. Actually throws the ball to uh, Holtmeyer. Holtmeyer catches it. It is a touchdown. I don't think he was across the line of scrimmage. Spinning and chucking the ball over his shoulder is Masker into the hands of Holtmeyer for the most unorthodox touchdown you will ever see. Brought to you by Five Points Bank of Kearney, the better bank. Yeah, it kind of looked like they wanted Matt to roll out and Bryce slid under like maybe it would be a shovel pass to Bryce. They covered it, and Brady had just kind of flared out. So when they string Matt out, he flips it behind his back, over his head, however you want to phrase it. Brady, aware of the goal line, catches it and makes sure it gets into the end zone. And refs waited a little while to make sure everything was good. And before you know it, it's six more points for the Stars. Yeah, he was not across the line of scrimmage, but it was close. 
Snap down, lots of pressure coming. They run into Bushcutter. The kick is up and goes all the way to the track. It is up and good, and it's 28-0. Kearney Catholic has a four-touchdown lead as they take their first possession of the first half and their first possession of the second half and now have a 28-0 lead with 10.04 to go here in the third quarter. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back here to St. Paul right after this timeout. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together, we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm right now channeling the movie Major League where the manager says, nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever do it again. That throw by Masker. Nice throw, Matt. Don't ever do it again. Is it spinning around like that and literally it looked like a fumble is what it looked like. It looked like the ball popped out as much as anything, but it went right to Holtmeyer for the touchdown. Yeah, Brett Favre was definitely suited up there. <laughs> he was uh, channeling his inner Packer there. <laughs> Yeah, a little gunslinger action, but it certainly worked. Bushcutter, after adding the 28th point of the ball game, will kick the ball, and it'll be picked up on the bounce at about the five-yard line. Plackey trying to get the edge, and the Stars meet him after he brings it across the 25-yard line. Leading the way there was uh, Bach and Cooper Holbrook, as both of them, you hear their name a lot when we talk special teams. Yeah, you know, definitely just did a nice job of staying in their lanes you know, a nice return by Plackey there gets out near the 30 after a nice kick by Grant. And Carney uh, Catholic with a nice tackle there. And it sets up a first and 10 here for St. Paul on a big drive for them because if they don't do something here, this one could get to that borderline 35-point area here. Yeah, and again, they just want to pick up some momentum. They're, they're building for next week. They're building for next season. It's all about building here for St. Paul. Quick little pitch on that right side for Griffith. Griffith cuts back through, runs through a couple of tackles, a couple more arm tackles as he brings it across the 40-yard line out to about the 42. A nice 15-yard run there by Miles Griffith as he ran hard. Yeah, did a great job, and big number 66, Hunter Koshin, gets out and pulls around and opens up a little hole and gives them the opportunity to cut up and get a first down, and that's a great way to start this offensive drive for St. Paul. So be first and 10 from about the 42-yard line, and St. Paul hoping the only time they've ever been in Carney Catholic territory was after that long interception return, and Holinsky will hand the ball off on a little zone read. No, he kept it himself, and Bushcutter will uh, kind of throw him like a... Like a, like a calf roping thing there, like kind of throwing the doggy down after a gain of about four. Yeah, you know, kind of ran the veer and had a couple guys step inside and not play their assignment. Before you know it, Holinsky pulls the ball, goes around the end, and Grant makes a nice tackle after a gain of five or six. But that's what that veer does is if you don't play assignment football, you got five or six and with a chance to go for more. And Jonik had that ball in his belly for about three yards there, and Holinsky's able to pull it out, and here he runs the option again, keeps it himself, goes off of the uh, lead uh, run over there, and he'll bring it across the 50 to about the uh, 44-yard line, and uh, Bushcutter in on the pile there as well as uh, Dutenhoff. Yeah, you know, just ran the same thing to the other way. This time he almost made it look like an iso as he cut it in a little tighter. 
broken arm tackle there, and before you know it, he's got a first down in St. Paul into Kearney Catholic territory for this the second time today and putting together a nice little drive here after two or three plays to get a couple first downs. Gain of about 10. They have a 15-yard run and then a 10-yard run to get it in Kearney Catholic territory, first and 10 from the 44. Keeping it is Holinsky from the 44, and there's he's still not down, but his forward progress has stopped. And now maybe we're getting a little chippy because he, he was he was still fighting, let's just say. Didn't feel, frustrated. Was, didn't feel he was down. The referees blew the whistle as there was four or five stars around him and maybe a little frustration because they've had a little bit more success here. And he's not given up by any means. No. Here he comes fighting out and gives him gain of three here. His progress was stopped, but you're absolutely right. He was not down, and he was still thinking, I'm still fighting here. Why are you blowing a whistle? He's under center again as they put a man in motion. That's going to be Griffith. And uh, Holinsky keeps it, goes off tackle, and Carney Catholic will make the tackle, but after he brings it across the 40 to about the 38, so that's still going to be a nice four-yard gain. Yeah, it looks like Coach Fuller's adjustment is we're going to come out and run some option, make Carney Catholic play assignment football and make tackles every time. And it looks like instead of letting the DN go, they're almost double-teaming him with the dive guy and the tight end on that side, so he's not able to make the pitch guy go and let Carney Catholic rally to the pitch. Instead, Holinsky's got some room to run. It's at the 37. This will be third and a long three here for St. Paul. This most assuredly would be four-down territory unless there's a huge loss here. They're going to tighten things up a little bit with a couple of tight ends, wingbacks on either side. Man in motion is going to be Griffith, and they hand it off to Jonik right up the middle, and Jonik is uh, wrapped up after he gets uh, to the first down marker by Michael Daniel. But I think leaning forward, I don't think he got that great of a spot. I think he might be short. Yeah, I thought he had a little bit more than that. Yeah, kind of went down, but might have been more vertical with his knees. It'll be fourth and just under an inch, but he kind of went with a toss action and ran a counter back to the fullback to set up this time for the chain gang to come out yeah i think i'd bring the chains out too it's that close again the chain gang bringing out the chains just like carney towing and repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road no matter where they'll get you home as the chains come out and this is going to be close one way or the other i think where they spotted it it was short i I actually thought he got a little bit more than that but they must have say his knee was down before he fell forward And going to be about a foot short here, it looks like. And, yeah, I, I agree, Randy. It looks like he might have been falling forward, but after his knee hit. It's a big play here for St. Paul momentum-wise because they've been able to dictate some things. I would look for maybe that quarterback ISO or that veer option look again. Stars are up 28 to nothing inside of seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. This is first team versus first team out there. Stars have not made any uh, substitutions except within their, their normal cycle here. As everybody tightens up, they bring the linebackers up, just a quarterback sneak up the middle, and I think he's got enough. Yeah, he does. In fact, he's going to gain maybe about two yards is Holinsky. Yeah, just kind of had a nice little line surge before you know it. He twists and turns and gains two to three yards there, and you get a first down and comes over to get another play so they can keep going. But a great line surge by the interior of the line, the center and the two guards, and he's just able to fall forward and pick up a big first down. So they'll move the chains here. This has been the the best drive of the game here for St. Paul. Again, they had the interception and returned that down to about the uh, 30-yard line and would have been a touchdown except for the great hustle of Mitchell Wasty. Yeah, you know, Mitch made a nice play on that one, and St. Paul's kind of got Carney Catholic back on their heels to start this drive. So first and 10 from the 31. They run that veer. Coming on on the inside is Miles Griffith. Griffith goes off tackle. Just kind of like water pouring over a rock just finds the path of least resistance, and he's going to lean forward and get about seven. 
Yeah, good call by Coach Fuller. Kind of saw the adjustment. Carney Catholic was trying to cheat. So instead of running the veer to the motion side, they ran a little counter back action, and he picks up five or six and just kind of never got anywhere. And then all of a sudden you look down, and he's five yards downfield and falls forward for another half yard or so. And Carney Catholic had a little trouble with this lineup against Oklahoma uh, earlier in the season. And now there's only one back in the backfield. Under center here is going to be Holinsky. Holinsky. Calls out the signals. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Placky. And there's a flag down as they hand the ball off on a quick little hitter. Kind of looks like maybe they had some guys go downfield, and then you had a linebacker there get tackled. So where the flag was thrown, I'm going to guess it would be a holding call, but I've been wrong before once or twice. Yeah, the holding would be four or five yards upfield from where that flag was. And they're talking with the white hat here, and here comes the sign. It's going to be a, a chop block. In underneath. Must have had two guys, one guy go high, one guy low, because they did drive middle linebackers back deep, and one of them looks like jogged off to the sideline, limping just maybe middle, but it looks like it's his normal rotation anyway. So big play for Carney Catholic there on the penalty here to back. Say, if you're up. engaged in the tackle box, you can do the chop block, but outside of the tackle yeah. box, regardless, it uh, can occur. So yeah. I think it, when they did it on a linebacker, uh, that's going to be a penalty here on St. Paul. So they've been moving the ball, and that's going to hurt them here with 5.29 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, backs them up, so it's going to be second and about 12 here, it looks like, 12 or 13. So big penalty there because they would have been close to another first down or a third and one there, it looked like, last time, but brings up a second and long here. Yeah, it'll be about 14 yards to go here on second down. And again, uh, two wing backs here on uh, either shoulder. Man in motion. That's going to be Placky. They pitch it out to him, and he's going to take it off that left side. And uh, leading the tackle is Hoosman. And also coming from his end position there, great hustle there by Andrew Harms to be part of that tackle, too, as they gain about three on the play. Yeah, it just goes with that basic uh, double wing or flex bone look where you send the guy in motion, you toss it, but they dive the uh, fullback back the opposite way to make your linebacker sit there a second, and so hopefully he can get outside. But a nice job filling from his, I guess would be safety spot this week, would be John Hoosman. Then Andrew Harms does a nice job of fighting off a couple blocks and getting in on the tackle, so it's still third and long. So out of the pistol formation is going to be Helinski. He's got uh, trips to his right, and he's looking to go out there. He gets it to Griffith. Griffith. This will be a running play. Still making some guys miss, and he's got a seam. He's got the angle at the 30. There's nobody out there at the 10. Five, touchdown. A 33-yard run here, but there is a flag Two near the flag at the point it, of attack. It looked like when he cut back 70, or a couple linemen might have reached out, and the guy tried to turn, and he got a handful and didn't let go, so it looks like it might be a hold. And then there was another one throwing another 15 yards away that could be something else. That's got to be. That's maybe defensive holding over there. So it looks like a block on the backs one. Unless that official saw it there, and he doesn't have a very good arm to throw it where the point of attack was. We got They've a, only indicated one penalty, and those two flags are a good 30 yards apart. Yeah, it looked like a block on the back there when he kind of threw the flare pass one way and cut back. It, it's a long time for those linemen and everybody to hold their blocks when he's trying to cut back the whole way. So a huge play here. So, again, that'll take it off. And, again, if, if, he saw, if the other official saw the uh, hold over there, he doesn't have much of an arm because you're no. supposed to throw it to, toward where you saw the point of where it actually occurred. In any event, that uh, holding penalty is going to take back a great play. Again, that was a backwards lateral. That was a lateral over there. So that actually was a running play. And they took it to the house. Both teams now have had a touchdown taken off the board because of holding penalties. 
Yeah, you know, a big play, it's only going to be about, show up as a stat of about a loss of five, but when you take away the run and stuff, it's going to be a loss of about 33, 34 yards there. So. And six big points. And six points and sets up a third and 15 or so. 4.35 to go here. Third quarter, shotgun formation here for Helinski. Helinski's rolling out to his right, got some guys camped in underneath, and it's going to be incomplete. Yeah, you know, tried to fit in the window and bring up about a third and eight or so, or fourth and eight there, but couldn't quite do it. So uh, big play there for Carney Catholic there. The hole definitely hurts the Wildcats, and it looks like St. Paul's still in four-down territories as they're only about the 36-yard line here. And again, you, you punt, you get it in the end zone, you gain maybe 16 yards. You're on yeah. four, baby. Let's go. Yeah, and you know, and this is a time when you're building a program. You say, you know what, we have four downs to get 10 yards. We've set ourselves back. Let's see what we can do here. So we'll see what they do. They've got a uh, back in the backfield. That's uh, Jonak, and under center is going to be Helinski. So Jonak will play fullback here, and they'll fake the uh, handoff to him. Rolling out right side is Helinski. He throws it. He's got it deep, and it's going to be tipped by Bushcutter and nearly mm. caught off of that deflection. Yeah, kind of. He came from the left wing position and ran kind of a deep drag or deep post there, and almost looked like he was behind him, but had sandwiched in there. And Grant made a nice play on the ball and bro- breaks it up, and then he almost makes a nice diving catch even after it was tipped. Sorry, right around the ten yard line or so. So a huge turn of events there to give the Stars back the ball. And again on fourth down, a couple of times passes broken up and uh, turnover on down here for the uh, Wildcats. And Carney Catholic now with a 28 to nothing lead with 4.23 to go here in the third quarter. And again, the last time they had their hands on their, uh, the football, they drove right down the field. Yeah, you know, in 28 nothing, but it could have been 28-7 very easily or 28-6 with a conversion coming on. But a big penalty there wipes it off. And Carney Catholic very fortunate to have this lead as big as it is right now. Off the right shoulder of Masker is going to be Bryce James. And they'll put the ball in his stomach, and he is knifed under. That'll be a loss on the play. Coming through there, it almost appeared unblocked, was Nick Pandrolis. Yeah, you know, great penetration by the line. There, If it wasn't him, there was two or three other guys there that looked like they were able to knife through and maybe stunt it a little bit and can confuse the stars there a little bit. So it brings up a second long. So the 24th carry of the night for Bryce James is a five-yard loss. And it will set up now second and 15. One wide out to the right. And two to the left, and uh, that'll be a procedure penalty on Carney Catholic, I believe. Yeah, it looked like they might have snapped a little late here, but and there's the signal. So Legal procedure. Even, long, even longer, second 20 or so. So penalties hurt Carney Catholic last time in the first half and hurt St. Paul the last possession, so we'll see what can happen here. And again, one of the things that uh, Coach Fuller from St. Paul talked about in our pregame interview was turnovers. They haven't had, they, they've had an area one. Turnover on downs, sure, yeah. but they have not turned the ball over, and that's probably a good sign. Trips to the right as the ball's pretty much right in the middle of the field here as Masker has one to the left. And he's looking to the right, and they're going to set up a screen to James. James follows a couple of blocks off that sideline, has it, and there's a flag down as he crosses the 40, makes a man miss, spins, has enough for the first down, but most assuredly with two flags on the uh the field, again, they're about 13 yards apart, but I think they both saw the same thing, and I think this is going to be a hold on the Stars. Yeah, it looked like they set up the screen there, and uh, Bryce tried to get outside, and St. Paul had a guy that made a nice read there, and the couldn't quite be patient enough, and all, before you know it, you get a hold there, and that's kind of what happens sometimes on screens that every once in a while you see the guy, and your instinct is to make sure he doesn't get to your guy, and that's exactly what happened there. 
in the uh, defensive backfield referee. He's, he's got to work on his throwing motion, man. man he's got a weak game. Yeah, you know, uh, that, his flag that time was a little closer, only about 12 yards away <laughs> as opposed to 20. So he's getting closer to that area. Well, that's really going to back up Carney Catholic. As, uh, well, they marked it off from the original line of scrimmage instead of the where the flags ended up. And it's going to be second and a whole bunch. The ball is at the uh, 20. And they're going to, they got to bring it out to about the 46. Masker looking to throw. He's going to throw the ball deep. Looking out here for Hoosman, and it's going to be incomplete. And there's going to be a flag thrown as there was a little bit of contact with Hoosman. Yeah, I think they're going to get offensive pass interference. It looked like they were trying to run stride for stride and kind of one of those that maybe you extend your hand trying to get a little leverage there. But, again, pretty good coverage there. Again, Matt trying to make something happen there and throws it where John can do it, but it is offensive pass interference. And, again, do you make I, – I, myself, I think I'd make it uh, third and 30 because you're only going to get half the distance to the goal here. Well, I think they're going to look they're like – They're going to take it. They're going to take it, so it's going to be second and – 35 or whatever it is and instead of third and 30 but you know there's an opportunity nope maybe they're going to decline it now well they started marking it off <laughs> and now the they must have marked it off because now the 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 uh down marker on the far side was moving around i think maybe they said mark it off originally and they started moving it and then they wanted to reconsider and then they had to mark it off so brings up Second in just under a country mile. They've uh, got it at the 10, and they got to get it to about the uh, 46-yard line. So this will be second and 36. Handoff right up the middle for James. James going to bring it out to about the 20. You know, a nice little inside run there again. Bryce picks up 12. Normally would be a great play, but now it still brings up about third and third and 20 or 22 here, but a good job by the left side of the line, Michael Daniel, Andrew Harms, just getting a nice surge. So Bryce wasn't touched till he was five or six yards downfield. And that's when you can have a chance to make a big play happen. So good job by the left side to set up a third and long here, I guess still, but picked up 12 or so. Yeah, I'd say it's long. It's about 26, <laughs> third and 26 here. Masker in the shotgun calls it out, fakes the handoff to James. Throws, throws it deep down that sideline, and it's going to be incomplete at the 40-yard line as they are trying to connect out there with Pacheco, and it falls incomplete. Kind of one of those that you send the guy on the sideline right down the field on a fly route or a go route, and if you hit him, you get a first down. If it's intercepted, the guy's momentum is going to take him out of bounds, so it works as a punt, but it falls just over the outstretched fingers and stuff, but a great ball again in the situation because that's exactly what you want to do, so it works as a punt or you have your fourth down to actually attempt your punt again. Bushcutter standing with his back heels at the five-yard line. At about the 45-yard line is the kick returner. I think that's Griffith, 21, back there. Low snap, but no pressure coming, so Grant has time to collect himself. Kicks the ball high. Nice-looking punt as it will bounce from the 45. Now cross the 35. Going to be down at about the 30-yard line. And so... From uh, the 20-yard line, he's able to punt the ball all the way to the other 30. Yeah, you know, great punt, and that is one of those highlight reel punts that was nice, high, and hanging, so the punt returner doesn't want to go near it because if he bobbles it, it might be a turnover there. But, you know, then it takes a nice Carney Catholic bounce and rolls about eight or nine more yards, but a great high-hanging punt to really flip the field after you had a couple of penalties there that put you behind the eight ball. 
just about uh, 59 yards with no return, so a solid punt by Bushcutter. And it now will set up first and 10 from the 31 with 2.18 to go here for St. Paul, who trails it 28-0. Holinsky will hand the ball right up the middle and running through one tackle there is going to be big number Joey, big number 20, Joey Jonick. And Jonak is able to drag a guy forward, and he'll end up gaining about 11. Yeah, you know, they went with a veer action again, but this time the D-tackle steps out wide, so they give it to him, and he slips forward. And, again, you don't quite just do your job. You try to do someone else's because they had success with that action last time, and you get a first down here for St. Paul because you're trying to do a couple things too much here again. Was that Williams on the tackle? Because whoever it was, we got to give credit to because there was Nambay left. If I you don't it, make that tackle, that's a touchdown. I think it looked like it was Bush Cutter there, and they come back with the same action, and this time they play assignment football and gain a yard is all there to the DN, Andrew Harms, and look like the D-tackle make the tackle right there at the point of attack. And that's a two-yard gain. Both these two teams doing something I like. If a play works, run it again. Yep. And I don't mean wait you know, five plays down later in the series. Go right back at him. See if they've made the adjustment. And that time, Carney Catholic did. It'll be a two-yard gain there for Joe Nock. Yeah, you know, at the point of attack, it seemed like the Stars interior D linemen won their battle that time or maybe the time before they do. But you're exactly right. They went back to what was working and seeing if they can get them before Carney Catholic could make the adjustment. So second and eight from their own 46-yard line. Holinsky under center. Man in motion is going to be Griffith. They'll uh, keep it. Pitch out as uh, Griffith makes a one-handed catch on that far side. Stays in bounds. Cuts back to the inside. Has it in Carney Catholic territory, dangerous pitch, but it's going to end up being a gain of about 14 on the play. Yeah, Holinsky uh, rode that veer action that he's been doing all night, pulled it, this time cuts it up, and Carney Catholic collapses in, seizes pitch guy Griffith there, and pitches over a star, it looked like there, yep. but a great catch there, and turns it upfield for about another 8 to 10 yards for a big first down for St. Paul there, but a dangerous pitch. And on that option, you can pitch whenever you want to. He was yep. about 3 yards past the line of scrimmage and pitched it back clearly legal, yeah. uh, but it dangerous because it went over the top of a Carney Catholic player. Yeah, and then he made a great one-handed catch there because that was one of those that you almost could have just had it bounce and fall out of bounds and you lose five yards. So in motion again is going to be Griffith. This time they're going to pitch it to him. He drops it. There's a bunch of stars there, and they're going to make him pay as he's back down at the 45-yard line. That'll be a loss of four, uh, five. Yeah, I just kind of went with that old uh, power toss play there where you pull your guards there and try to seal the edge real quick. Couldn't quite seal it there and make the complete play and he comes up limping actually and that's really going to hurt St. Paul because he's been one of those guys that's been able to make some guys miss there and do some damage on the edge. Well Griffith has carried the ball nine times today he only carried it 18 times all season coming into tonight's action uh, he's been the leading rusher with the exception of Holinsky. So it'll be second and 15 from now the 45. They need to get it right to the 30. Looks like they're almost going with a twin set to the left here as the wing's a little wider. And they'll put Plackey in motion that side, and we got delay game here on St. Paul. Yeah, I think it took a little longer for a sub to come in for the injury there and stuff. I thought maybe they'd go back with uh, Allen at quarterback and Holinsky at the tailback position as that's what they did the first half, but they kind of went a different route and maybe took them a little longer to get out there as they couldn't quite speed up enough to get a playoff before the clock ran out. Well, they're starting to run into the same problem Carney Catholic had on their last drive. Thanks to penalties, the ball's back at the 50-yard line, and they've got to get it to the 30. Big play here for both teams as you've got to get it to a third manageable if you're St. Paul here. Olinsky is hit in the backfield as he hands the ball off, and there's no room to run there for Jonak, and 
They are going to blow that one dead after a loss of about two on the play. He ends up gaining about two, but uh, after his forward progress was already stopped. Yeah, about four stars hit him right at the handoff point, essentially, and the referee saw that he was stuck up and he was even backwards, so he blew the whistle, and then all of a sudden he spins out, but it was well after the whistle, and he dove forward for about three or four. But again, Carney Catholic with a great job penetrating and nice time blitz there. I believe it was Michael Daniel and Ryan Blake that had some nice penetration there. And again, they're going to let the clock expire here. So that's going to do it for three quarters of action. Carney Catholic with a 28-0 lead as we head to the fourth quarter. It's going to be third and about 23 coming up here for the Wildcats of St. Paul. Once again, 28-0 stars. We're back to St. Paul right after this timeout. The game is more fun to watch with Fanatics. Fanatics Sports Bar in Kearney, that is, and now there's even more Fanatics to love. The new edition nearly doubles the room inside, and the bullpen combines the great outdoors with great seats to the game. Follow the Huskers and your other favorite teams on over 30 high-depth TVs, including two huge HD projection screens. Treat yourself to a wide variety of appetizers, sandwiches, pizza, wings, burgers, and even a kid's menu that will make you stand up and cheer. Football is more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue in Kearney. you there oh i can't believe it are you kidding me out here in the middle of nowhere mom and brams will kill me what's that girl call carney towing and repair because they'll get us home from anywhere but i don't have their number 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And I think we're back uh, here in St. Paul. Carney Catholic with a 28 nothing lead. And third and long, Holinsky is going to throw the ball deep, and there's a bunch of stars there, and it's going to be intercepted. John Hoosman again, they faked that little flare screen they've been having some success with and tried to hit a guy streaking down the sideline, but both John Bach and Hoosman there, and John Hoosman had the inside position, so John Bach wisely lets him take it since he saw it was his teammate there. And it was uh, third down, not fourth, so intercepting that one makes perfect sense. That is about where St. Paul would have got a first down before the penalties and such. So Carney Catholic will uh, pick up the interception. They'll have it now first and 10 from the 24-yard line. Yeah, and it looks like they're kind of rotating a couple guys here as Bryce James maybe getting a little breather here. Cooper Holbrook back at running back here, which not unusual when you've had a guy carry the ball 25, 26 times here like Bryce has carried and had some success. Sometimes you want to give some other guys a chance and give Bryce a breather. So it'll be first and 10 here for the Stars. And long count coming up here. And Masker gets the snap. Going to throw it off on that right side. And uh, they were trying to have a quick little one-man screen there. Bach uh, didn't get the block he was looking for, and that's going to be a uh, short gain. Yeah, it looked like uh, number 15, Tanner Robolewski, did a nice job of staying outside. And when we went, or looked like uh, the wide receiver went to block him. He couldn't find him there, and all of a sudden he had scored it behind him and made a nice sure tackle to bring up or give up only about a gain of one. So it's going to be now second, and uh, we'll call it nine here. Bachman in motion. And a little option. And now Masker's going to keep it, gets a couple of blocks, and there's going to be a block in the back called as across the uh, 40-yard line is going to be Masker. Nice screen there. 
And again, if there was a block in the back, and again, there may or may not have been contact there, it wasn't very hard, but uh, on the, at the point of attack, uh, right when that block came, the flag came immediately. And again, the official down there has a better angle than I do. Yeah, you know, again, uh, one of those cutback plays, looked to run a little option to the wide side of the field. Matt planted his foot, cut back, and when the guy came under, the lineman couldn't quite stop. It looked like there. The wide receiver couldn't quite tell who it was. And before you know it, you get one of those inadvertent blocks in the back because you just your momentum takes you forward. But again, penalties setting Carney Catholic behind the chains. Otherwise, they would have had a first down, just like the last drive. So both teams now suffering some penalties, and it's been uh, difficult for them uh, to move. So now Masker on uh, second and 15. He'll look to throw. Nice little strike. Going to be caught by Bushcutter. Well, he makes one man miss. Has enough for the first down. Has to cross the 40 and is going to bring it across the 45-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about 27 or 28 for Grant Bushcutter. Yeah, you know, a great ball. Matt took about a step to the side, had great protection, delivered a nice ball to Grant right about the first down marker. And then one of the things I really like there is Grant planted his foot, didn't dance around, and just said, I'm going to get up the field north and south, and took two guys to bring him down. So a nice play there by the Stars to get out of the hole there. And they've got it now first and 10 from their own 46. No backs in the backfield here for uh, for Masker. He's going to roll out to the right. They'll give him a little extra protection. Ball is going to be caught on this left side as that's Pacheco. Pacheco is going to be forced out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. So that'll be a nice little 19-yard pitch and catch for Pacheco. Yeah, again, ran that kind of little dig route where Eric just kind of runs about 12 yards and sits down in the soft spot. They roll Matt slightly to the left and uh, did had the running back there, Cooper Holberg, help the defensive end to give him just a little extra time and just enough for a nice game there. Pacheco's caught three balls, one for 24 yards, and then one for 25 and a touchdown, and now 19 yards. Masker will put it in the stomach here of Cooper Holbrook, and Holbrook will uh, spin forward and get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. He did not have anywhere to run. No, that's one of those or, uh, times when the defensive line is able to knife in there and hit him in the backfield, and you make a guy miss just to get back to the line of scrimmage, and you're faced with a second and 10, but a nice job by Cooper to make the guy miss to even get back to the line of scrimmage. Otherwise, you're looking at a second and 15 again. So it's going to be second and 10, and again, Holbrook will be the running back here for Masker. Masker looking to throw. Pass on that right side. Going to be uh, caught to Pacheco. Pacheco makes one man miss, makes another one miss, and is going to be knocked out of bounds after he gets enough for the first down on that far side. And it looked like one of the bigger things there is look like number 13, Grant Bushkutter, comes back and just gets in the way and gets upended there. But he does a smart job. He stopped about a yard and a half short. Otherwise, he was going to hit the guy right in the back. Otherwise, you get a chance here to move the possession or move the chains. And it looks like Carney Catholic bringing some subs in here. So with the ball just outside of the red zone here with uh, now 9.58 to go, he got out of bounds, so the clock has stopped. Looks like Marcus Benish is in that quarterback here for Matt Masker here. Yeah, Benish comes in. He's going to step up. He's going to throw, and it's going to be incomplete as he was trying to connect with Pacheco. Yeah, just kind of one of those. They tried to run that short little hitch there, and Marcus coming in a little cold there off the sideline, a little amped up here, but, you know, still second and 10 and a good spot to bring some guys in to get some good practice against some good players here. So first pass here for Benish, and he looked very good last week in uh, fourth-quarter action against Kozad. That one is uh, incomplete, and he's built like a quarterback. Yeah, you know, I think Marcus is about 6'5", which at Carney Catholic seems strange to be able to say, but he throws a great ball. And he'll uh, throw it out that left side. His defender slept down, tried to get back up, and they couldn't make the uh, connection there as it does fall incomplete. 
there was a case that looked like the guy tried to, or the receiver tried to run a little out route and his feet gave out, didn't quite keep his feet under him. And before you know it, the timing's thrown off. So you get a ball that is lucky that it didn't pop up when he hit it there and uh, get a chance to pick because if he... And, and Bach almost got yeah. up and, and caught it. So yeah. John Bach couldn't quite uh, snag that one. So it's going to be now third and 10 as the ball is at the 21-yard line. It looks like... We've got a timeout here. St. Paul's going to call it. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. Stars lead at 28-0, 9.48 to go here, fourth quarter. They'll have it now uh, third and 10 from the 21. We come back after this. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. We are back here in St. Paul, Carney Catholic right now with a 28-0 lead. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. As the Stars will uh, come out of that timeout, Benish will be uh, quarterbacking again. I think Cooper Holbrook's still at running back, even though he's split out yeah. wide here. They're going to go with that diamond formation as they got four bunched up on the uh, slot on the left side, one to the right. Benish looking that direction, throws it, and late, and it's going to be incomplete. There's Good. contact uh, over there, no flag, but there is a flag on the other side of the field. Yeah, it looked like they uh, came with a corner blitz, St. Paul did, from the single receiver side. And, and a good break by uh, 21 Griffin there to uh, break it up there. Otherwise, you're looking at a uh, first down. But uh, I wouldn't count it because there was a hold there on Carney Catholic, which St. Paul will uh, wave off here. And it's going to be now fourth and ten for the Stars. And... Uh, We'll see what they decide to do here with the ball at the 21-yard line. Looks like they're in that indecisive range again because they started to mark the ball back and looks like Carney Catholic was sending out the field goal team, but now they're sending some people back out, and I believe I looks like Grant's out there with the kicking tee to try the about a 37-yard field goal. Bach will be the holder. Mestel is the uh, snapper, so this will be... Yeah, about a 38-yard field goal for Bushcutter. And again, win not a factor here. Let's see how the senior unit's done. They've done a nice job all year here with the senior long snapper, kicker, and holder. The kick is down. It looks like it's got plenty of leg, and it is good. So a 38-yard field goal for Grant Bushcutter, and the Stars now have a 31 to nothing lead here with 9.37 to go in the fourth quarter. We'll be back here to St. Paul right after this timeout. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com.
So a 38-yard field goal by Grant Bushcutter, and the Stars right now with a 31-0 lead here with 9.37 to go. Uh, and so Carney Catholic obviously want to get the uh, the big points there, but they uh, settle for the three. And, uh, again, that it, it's, it's good in one sense because I don't know if either one of these two teams really wants a running clock because both of them are, are working for things down the road. And with that 35-point rule, uh, you don't have the opportunity sometimes to do that. Yeah, you know, uh, that 35-point rule really does limit how you can sub because sometimes there's just not enough time with the clock not stopping in between change of or, uh, out of bounds and first downs at times, so it makes it tougher here. But uh, maybe an under point, understated thing is how nice it is for Carney Catholic to have three seniors that you can depend on that have been doing your specialty things, your long snapping, your holding, and your kicking because that's three points that might be big for later on in later weeks. So Bushcutter will put his foot into it at the 40 after hitting the 38-yard field goal, and it's going to be picked up at about the 2 by Griffith. Griffith trying to get to the wall here on the left side, has to cut back in, and the Stars then are going to collect everything because uh, for Carney Catholic, on the outside, forcing him back to the inside and then getting the tackle is Brett Kaiser. As Kaiser made a, a play in terms of moving the, uh, the running back and also uh, wrapping up the tackle once help came. Yeah, he was kind of able to knife past a couple of would-be blockers, and then you're able to come back because you were able to duck your feet and settle in, and then you just make a nice tackle there and make St. Paul go the distance. Brett Kaiser did a nice job there in that special teams play there. So it'll be first and 10 as the ball is going to be spotted right at the 20-yard line here. And we'll see what they decide to do, whether or not they want to stick with that running game. They had some success with it as they'll put Plackey in motion. And keeping it here is Holinsky, and then Holinsky is going to be tracked down from the backside as Andrew Harms is right there to toss him to the turf. Yeah, it looked like uh, they went with that veer, and Holinsky pulled the ball out of the, be the belly again, and Andrew Harms just did his job there at the defensive end, and then uh, meted Holinsky very nicely with a nice tackle to the ground. So a loss of uh, about two on the play. It'll set up now second and 12, and the Stars are beginning to make some substitutions out there. Uh, as they make some changes at uh, both corners. Um, and I think we'll probably see a couple more, you know, maybe linebackers next play. Coming in motion here is going to be Griffith. Olinsky's yeah. going to keep it, tries to get off tackle. That hole that was there momentarily closed very quickly as Bryce James gets a, a chunk of that tackle and uh, also in on the play for the uh, Stars. Yeah. And uh, Jason Seitz, I thought, got a, was that 37? I think it was 87. It ben, was 87, you're ben right. Palmer it was Ben Palmer. Was able to fight off a nice block and get in on the tackle there with Bryce James. And as you said, Carney Catholic kind of rotating. And this is the time when, one, you get some of your other guys' experience. But, two, with your, when you're up, you want to protect some of your guys because you've got a lot of season left and you need everybody healthy. So we're kind of substituting about two players every play here. But a lot of these guys still see a fair amount of action because they, they rotate fairly deeply. Holinsky fakes the pass, fakes the handoff, is sacked from behind, loses the football. It's on the ground. There is a scrum down there. The ball is going to be at about the 13-yard line, but whose ball is it going to be? Yeah, I don't know. It looked like he tried to go with that old option pass, and the ball kind of just slipped out when he pulled it behind his head. But uh, it looked like 51 there for St. Paul does a nice job. Cole Fusick and dives on it to prevent the turnover at about the 12-yard line. Well, I think Wasty came in from that backside and hit him as he was beginning to uh, look like he wanted to step up the throw. And it's going to be a loss on the play of about six here for Holinsky, and it's going to be a punting situation for the Wildcats. As standing in his own uh, end zone here is going to be Blake Eshelman. And about the 40-yard line is going to be Bach. 
is that Bach or John Hoosman back there? It is Hoosman. It is 21. I saw a two, but it's a 2-1 and a high kick by Eshelman. Hoosman at the 50 is going to let it bounce, and it's going to take a little bit of a uh, Carney Catholic roll as it's going to be downed at about the 47-yard line. That looks like one of those situations where maybe your normal guy's not back deep, so he just stays away and wisely make sure he doesn't get it over here. Then the ball takes a little Carney Catholic bounce, and St. Paul does a nice job of downing it right away, but a nice punt there to get it out of the shadows of your own end zone there, so Carney Catholic at least has to put together a little drive here. So now with 7-12 to go, fourth quarter stars with a 31 to nothing lead. And again, uh, without the services of Creighton Hammock, who uh, had knee surgery earlier this week. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And unfortunately, uh, the season over here for Creighton Hammock. In motion for Kearney Catholic is going to be Kaiser coming across the formation. And uh, they're going to blow a whistle here before Marcus Benish can get his hands on the football. And that's going to be a legal procedure. Yeah, it looked like one of those situations where the receiver was going in motion to maybe take the handoff there, but got a little excited and started going quickly, or the quarterback didn't change his cadence enough. And then, uh, you know, St. Paul does a nice job of staying disciplined and gets a little jump there, but it very close play because it looked like one of the Wildcats was ready to go to make a play in there when he saw Kaiser was trying to slow down. So that'll now make it first and 15 as the Stars now back up in St. Paul territory. Ball just short of the 50-yard line. And Benish, the 6'5", sophomore quarterback, will hand the ball off to Cooper Holbrook. Holbrook makes one-man miss, goes through the seam, a little stiff arm, and he's going to gain about 14 yards on the play. And Cooper Holbrook, just a nice, quick little hitter for Nails as he gains 14. Yeah, Cooper just did a nice job taking off the right side. It looked like the center and the right guard there did a nice job to get a little hole created. And Cooper's kind of one of those little scat backs that he's quicker than most people think and just does a nice job, gets forward and gets about 15 yards, 14 yards here to bring up a second and one here and really gets Carney Catholic out of that long range where they've been having some trouble lately. And Cooper Obrook is quicker than most people think is possible <laughs> a lot of times. And they're going to run a little counter here. Coming right through the middle is going to be Cole Staub. And Staub, a nice little uh, hitter, as he's going to be brought down at about the 32-yard line. So there'll be a nice little four-yard run there for Cole Staub. Yeah, you know, they fake the ball to Curtis Bach, who came in motion there and got that counter action. And they come back and pull, I believe it was number 70, Eddie Kaya. And he seals it off and gets Cole Staub about a four- or five-yard gain and does a nice job to move the chains. 31-0, Carney Catholic with the lead. 6-10 to go here in the fourth quarter. Don't forget, coming up at the end of the Royals game is the Friday Night Scoreboard Show, brought to you by CPI Mr. Tire. Benish pass on that right side, going to be complete to Kaiser. Kaiser makes one man miss, is going to bring it down to about the 15-yard line, nearly taking it to the house, but that will be a gain of 17. Yeah, you know, uh, they kind of rolled the pocket again. Marcus threw a nice ball where Brett catches it, and uh, makes the guy miss on kind of a little arm tackle where he might have taken a little angle that he didn't like there. But then Brett turns it back to the middle of the field there instead of going to the sideline, and I think that surprised some defenders as he was able to break a couple more arm tackles and about took it to the end zone there. So the Stars rotate a lot of players out. I think uh, virtually all the first teamers are out of there. St. Paul has also made a tremendous amount of substitutions. Benish rolling out to his right. He's got a man. Going to be complete over there to Pacheco, and Pacheco's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 10-yard uh, line. That'll be a gain of five. 
yeah, you know, Carney uh, Catholic just rolling the pocket to the wide side of the field and throwing about a four or five yard pass, but it makes it so if you don't come up and make a sure tackle, your guy has a chance to make a guy miss and take it to the end zone. But great job by Eric Pacheco. I don't know if he's had too many that come near his hands that he hasn't caught tonight. Uh, I don't think that doesn't happen very often for number five. If yeah. it's in the neighborhood, he's going to find some way to come up with it. Call that a gain of four. I think I said it was five. So this will be about second and six. Benish out of the uh, pistol formation is going to roll to his right. A lot of guys coming as they're going to throw the screen. Caught by Holbrook. Holbrook trying to get the pylon into the end zone. Touchdown. You know, kind of ran that same screen they had a flag on earlier, and Cooper did a nice job of staying patient and then kind of just outran a guy. Again, it was one of those things that you think you take an angle, and then Cooper accelerates quicker than maybe some people can anticipate. And that's a touchdown to get it to Carney Catholic being up 37 nothing. But a great job by the lineman getting out, and a nice job by a 6'5 guy using all of the height to get it over the linemen that were coming rushing because that definitely looked like it was a jailhouse blitz that St. Paul had timed well. Great play call by Coach Harvey. But that also was a great time for a screen. Bushcutter will try the extra point. Snap down. Kick is up. It looks dead solid perfect, and it is. It's now 38 nothing. Only five minutes to go on this one, and we're going to have a running clock when we get back to St. Paul. The Stars leading at 38 nothing. We're back right after this. I have always said that I'm a Nebraska Farm Bureau member because it gives me, as a farmer, a voice in the legislature and in Washington, D.C. But did you know what your Buffalo County Farm Bureau does for you in your own backyard? By giving scholarships to local kids, supporting the Buffalo County Fair and 4-H programs, or tackling zoning concerns and other local issues. Farm Bureau starts right here. That's why I'm a proud Farm Bureau member. Call Buffalo County Farm Bureau and rediscover your grassroots power. So nice pass as a couple of the backups getting out there and making the most of it as Marcus Benish with a great strike on the screen uh, to Cooper Holbrook, 11 yards for the touchdown. And the point after good, the Stars now have a 38 to nothing lead. Yeah, you know, a well-timed screen call there, and Cooper did a nice job of following his blockers. And then once he got inside the five, he wasn't going to be denied, and he made sure that he got into the end zone. Well, they, they kept the uh, special teams the same, and Bushcutter, We'll kick it off here. It's going to be picked up at about the uh, 10-yard line by one of the upbacks. And looking for a little run in the room there is going to be Placky as uh, they actually moved him around. Instead of being back deep, he was uh, one of the upbacks, and he'll bring it out to the 25. Not bad position here for uh, St. Paul to get started. Uh, but now we have that running clock. Yeah, you know, uh, Placky did a nice job. He saw the ball. He took about a half step back and reached up right about it, just over his head to make sure it didn't get to the end zone, so he had a chance. And then Carney Catholic did a pretty nice job of getting down there to pin him down to about the 25-yard line. So we'll see here what can happen here as St. Paul kind of rotates some of their other guys in as it looks like Allen's back in at quarterback. Yeah, and he played a little bit as they like to kind of keep him in there sometimes so they can run with Holinsky, but they'll hand it off as Holinsky came out of the game. And uh, just a quick little hair on that far side and not much uh, room to run there at all for Joey Jonah. Yeah, you know, that's just that base fullback dive that is a staple of any flex bone or double wing type set where you make your deep tackles and middle linebackers stay at home. And uh, Carney Catholic's done a pretty nice job overall tonight and a good tackle there by it looked like number 54, Ty Connolly. So Connolly in there. Uh, we'll try to get some of the uh, other names and numbers for you as well. Kaiser is playing defensive end right now. They're running his direction as they pitch it out here to Griffith. Griffith cuts back to the inside 
And there's going to be a swarm of stars that pull him down at about the 30-yard line. In on the tackle, among others, is uh, Chad Bartholomew. Also at the bottom of the stack for the stars is uh, Colby Shires. Yeah, you know, it uh, looked like they did a nice job of sealing the edge there. And then Kearney Catholic just flowed really well. It looked like Bartholomew and uh, Shires and uh, looked like Jacob Maskey did a nice job of flowing yep. out there. And then Curtis Bach came from his weak linebacker position, was able to get over there to force about a third and five. So Allen in uh, under center, he's going to roll out. Plackey on that other side, they look that way, but then going to throw it in underneath. It's going to be uh, off the hands of Bartholomew, who actually was out of bounds, but in the air. And when he tipped it, it went back in the field of play and almost picked up by a St. Paul player. Yeah, kind of one of those that your instinct as a defender is to make a play on the ball, but almost looked like it would have been better had he just let the ball go out of bounds. But nonetheless, a ricochet stuff that falls down to the ground to fourth, force a fourth and five. So I'm sure here with 2.40 to go and clock moving because of the 35-point uh, rule, uh, back to punt is going to be Eshelman and Hoosman in uh, receiving formation. Actually, that's Cooper Holbrook. It's bouncing over his shoulder. He's going to look to pick it up on the bounce. Does so at the 15-yard line, and he had nobody to block for him, and he is wrapped up at the 15 by number 15, Tanner Rubolaski. Yeah, you know, uh, it looked like Eshelman kind of took the snap a little quicker there and might have surprised Cooper as the ball was a little bit deeper than maybe he was anticipating, got over his head, and Cooper went to field it. But a great job by Rubaleski to get back down there to make the sure tackle. Otherwise, if Cooper gets going, who knows what's going to happen as quick as he is and as quickly as he accelerates. So 2.21 to go here. Uh, 38 nothing. Carney Catholic with the lead. And again, uh, the, the running clock is going to wrap this up pretty quickly. The only time it stops is on the change of possession because they need to swap out footballs as much as anything. Yeah, it definitely looks like the, both teams are kind of ready to go. They're just setting the chains over there finally, and then the clock will start here in just a second, waiting for a different football, it appears. Yeah, and uh, again, different different quarterback than the yep. starter, so uh, that's uh, they, they like a little bit different uh, grips and that sort of thing, and I feel like inserting Tom Brady joke here, but I'll decide not to. His Benish will be same height as... Uh, uh, Brady will take the snap, hand it off to Holbrook right up the middle, and Holbrook, just a good hard run, going to gain about seven or eight. We'll see where they unstack it here as he just goes right up the middle. Yeah, and actually it was Staub there that just kind of handed it off to Staub, and he follows the, that wall of Carney Catholic guys that just surged forward, and he's not hit for about four or five yards, but a great job to take the deflated Tom Brady football there <laughs> for about eight yards there. So gain of seven for Staub. Both him and Holbrook about the same size, yeah. and I couldn't see the number, so I made a guess, and, you know, Dang it was a bad guess. You know, so, finish. I mean, we'll hand it off to Staub again. Staub going off on that right side is going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's about it. Uh, nice open field tackle on that far side by Tyler Howard as Howard makes the play. Yeah, you know, uh, it looked like uh, number 70 Randolph for Zane got in there, had a nice block, and then Howard comes under and makes a great open field tackle to force a third and one. Otherwise, it looks like the Staub would have been off for a big game there. Stars up 38 to nothing. Minute 20 to go. So they got the running clock here, which is kind of a moot point because, uh, again, they haven't gone out of bounds here for quite some time. They're moving everybody around as uh, Zach Worm now goes off on that right side. They'll hand the ball off to Staub. And Staub trying to cut back in but uh, loses a little bit of, uh, of, of ground as he couldn't make the cut. And so that will be a loss of about two there for Staub. 
Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic just tries to run that kind of outside zone type look, and St. Paul does a great job of flowing and is able to knife through there and force the fourth down play here, so a punt coming from the Carney Catholic Stars. So 44 seconds to go, and uh, Bushcutter will uh, wait for the last-minute substitutions to come in as Harms will come up there and be one of his personal protectors, and not a bad choice if you can get somebody as big as Andrew Harms being your personal protector. Yeah, definitely has that bodyguard-type feel. And I think we got a timeout by Carney Catholic. Stars, I don't think we're completely organized. And right before the uh, five-yard delay of game penalty, the Stars call a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. We'll keep it right here for you because we're getting pretty close to wrapping this one up. Only one or two more plays uh, from scrimmage. Congratulations to the Bearcats who... Got 14 straight points against uh, Southeast, and they won 21-14 to on a game heard earlier today on KKPR. On their sister station, KICS, Adam Central with a 35-0 lead over Gehring as that game is wrapping up on our sister station here on the Platte River Radio Network. As a uh, nice kick here by Bushcutter, going to be picked up at about the 40-yard line. Plackey makes one man miss, tries to get to the outside over there, and eventually he's going to be forced out of bounds. And they're going to throw a flag as he ended up rolling out on the track. I didn't see who the last one to touch him was uh, over there because it was kind of hard to see with the Carney Catholic players, but they're going to say that was a late hit. And so that's going to cost the Stars 15 more yards, and that's going to move the ball all the way to about the 30-yard line. Yeah, kind of one of those that you got some momentum, and I think the refs are going to say that he could have held up there as the guy was giving himself up to go out of bounds. But definitely one of those plays that was kind of more of a hustle thing than anything. But it does put St. Paul down inside the Stars 30, it looks like. And again, he ended up uh, hitting the turf and then uh, rolling onto the track. So that gives you an idea. It wasn't yeah. out by six inches. It was. Yeah. He ended up uh, going a long way through the Carney Catholic play. And fortunately, he missed the bench. Yeah, he did, definitely. Uh, that was very fortunate, as you'd hate for anything to happen here with time just going out here, basically, as we're down to the last few plays of the game. As as we've said before, it's been a fairly clean play. That most The kids have been helping each other up and stuff. A few penalties here and there, but nothing chippy, it looks like. Yeah, but that 15-yard penalty, again, will get him in good uh, position here. 16 seconds to go. And, uh, again, they may use some timeouts. Who knows? As they want to erase that goose egg off the board. Michael Allen will get under center at the 29. He's looking to throw. A little bit of pressure coming. Throws it in underneath. It's going to be complete as uh, Kaiser will make the tackle after the pass is uh, completed there to Wyatt Plackey. And they're not going to call a timeout. They're going to let the clock expire. And so that's going to do it. Uh, nice effort here by Carney Catholic, who wins this one by a final of 38 to nothing over St. Paul. As, again, they scored on their first possession of the game, their first possession of the second half. A lot of good things in the middle as uh, the Stars win this one 38 to nothing. Yeah, definitely a nice game, complete game from Kearney Catholic as they seemed to dictate a lot of what they wanted to do offensively and defensively and, for the most part, stayed ahead of the chains and were able to do some really nice things, and it shows with a 38 nothing road victory to start district play. So that four-yard gain for Michael Allen increases by 50% the passing yards here for St. Paul, if that gives you any indication, is they're going to finish with a grand total of 12 passing yards here in the ball game. And uh, Carney Catholic uh, getting it done. Uh, again, uh, uh, Matt Masker uh, in the game through 27 passes, and i got to total up the numbers here, but he's going to be well over 200 yards. And uh, rushing attack, uh, 11 runs for Bryce James. 
and uh, he's going to be over 140 yards in the game as well. So going to be some nice offensive numbers, but you'd expect that with yeah. a 38 nothing win. Yeah, you know, definitely one of those games they talked about establishing a running game more, and I thought they were able to do that, especially early on when they needed to do things. Bryce, I think, had 100 and some yards in the first half, which is always a plus. And then when you can have Matt throw the ball as effectively as he did, and especially on big downs, the fourth and longs, the third and longs, you're able to put some points on the board after maybe some times when drives have stalled out there, but it leads to a nice victory to start the, the district season or the second season, as you might say, in the football terms. So, uh, again, a nice win here for Carney Catholic as they win this one by a final of 38 to nothing. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back here to St. Paul, we'll begin the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up in St. Paul right after this timeout. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Farmers and ranchers, we know you have many choices when it comes to buying inputs and marketing grain. On behalf of everyone at the Aurora Cooperative, thank you for choosing us. Whether you are harvesting crops or weaning calves, our professional and dedicated staff strive to help you make everything from delivering and marketing grain to cattle nutrition go as smoothly as possible. Once again, thank you for your continued business, and please take time to make safety a priority during this busy fall season. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Selling cars and making friends. Got Valley Auto. Any car. Any truck. Any season. Any reason. As long as your transportation doesn't sound like this. Platte Valley Auto Carney's service department will work on it. Under the hood, drive train, suspension, full service body shop. Platte Valley Auto Carney. Any car. Any truck. Any season. Any reason. Top of the line service. Top of the hill Carney. Platte Valley Auto. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney Catholic with a 38 to nothing win here. Let's give you our uh, scoring wrap-up for you real quick. And again, all these numbers are going to be Carney Catholic. They capitalized their first drive of the game. When Matt Masker hit Brady Holtmeyer on a two-yard pass, that made it 7 to nothing, And it wasn't until late in the second quarter that the Stars got back on the board again. Same formula, though, as Matt Masker hit Holtmeyer, this time from 42 yards away. That made it 14 to nothing. 11 seconds to go here before halftime. Masker, uh, again this time, was able to make the connection. A great ball thrown to Eric Pacheco as Eric Pacheco was able to uh, catch that. 
from 25 yards out late in the second quarter. That made it 21-0 at intermission. And then the first drive of the second half, the Stars go right down the field. Again, Masker hitting Holtmeyer, this time from only one yard out. A very awkward, strange-looking play as he basically was spinning, flipped it over his shoulder, looked like a fumble, but went right in the hands of Holtmeyer. And that made it 28 to nothing. Grant Bushcutter then with 9.37 to go in the fourth quarter hit a 38-yard field goal to make it 31 to nothing. And then in a mop-up action, although he's a good enough quarterback, he can play for a lot of teams. But Marcus Benish with a beautiful strike on the screenplay. Great call by uh, uh, Coach Harvey hitting Cooper Holbrook on the screen from 11 yards out. The extra point was good. That made it 38 to nothing. And that is your scoring wrap-up. The sports wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance station, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. As the Stars, again, with a 38-0 win, solid game. They, they dominated uh, play here today, no question about it. Yeah, it was definitely one of those games that had the feel at any time you felt Kearney Catholic could make the game stretch when they were playing on St. Paul's half of the field the whole first half. But I think any time you go on the road to start district play, you take a 38-0 game. And, you know, it's nice to see the guys at the end because Cooper and Marcus are definitely guys that a lot of schools – with maybe some different skill players. They're playing every downs, every down on offense and stuff. But here they're backing up really great guys, and they're able to come in and they give a lot of great effort and practice and give good looks, and they're able to succeed here, and it's nice to see that happen. So uh, to tolling up some numbers, and we'll give you, there won't be absolutely complete numbers here, but we'll give you the uh, highlights for you real quick. Bryce James for Carney Catholic carried the ball 25 times, so 165 yards. Was not used a lot in the second half, and obviously uh, with a 38 nothing win, didn't need him a whole lot. Matt Masker throwing the ball was uh, 17 of 30 in the air for 255 yards. And, you know, this uh, Benish kid uh, did pretty well as, as well. Marcus Benish, he ended up being 3 of 5 in the air for a touchdown pass and 33 yards, so five passes again. Every time he threw the ball, we Carney Catholic gained over six yards and had the touchdown strike as well. Uh, leading receiver for the Stars, Brady Holtmeyer, who caught uh, uh, eight passes, including, uh, what, three touchdowns? Yeah, three yeah. touchdowns for 117 yards, and Eric Pacheco caught one touchdown, and uh, he had 49, and I haven't totaled all this up yet, and ended up with uh, 78 yards as well uh, for Carney Catholic and uh, had that touchdown as well. Grant Bushcutter, one catch for 28 yards. Uh, Brett Kaiser, two catches for 26 yards. Cooper Holbrook, one catch for 11 yards and a uh, touchdown. And uh, again, for St. Paul, uh, numbers are not going to stand up for them as uh, throwing the football in the game. They uh, ended up with a grand total of uh, 12 yards in uh, passes as they were uh, 3 of uh, 12 in the air in the ball game. 3 of 12 for uh, 38 yards. And uh, on the ground, uh, Jared Holinsky carried the ball 13 times for 30 yards. Michael Allen, one carry for a negative one. Uh, Joey Jonak. I have not uh, totaled up uh, completely yet as I'm still working my way through it, but he ended up with uh, nine carries for about uh, 16 yards. Uh, Miles Griffith uh, finished the game with uh, 28 yards on uh, 10 carries as well. And so 22 yards for Wyatt Plackey. He only carried the ball two times. So you're looking at uh, about uh, 85, maybe 90 yards of uh, rushing for St. Paul and 12 on the ground. So they're right at 100 yards in the game. And Kearney Catholic is uh, knocking on the door of about 300 yards as they win this one by a final of uh, 38 
to nothing and, again, look very good in doing it. Yeah, you know, Carney Catholic seemed to be able to do their job this week as that was their big key is do your job. Defensively, it seemed like the line was able to do their job and then make tackles. So there, there wasn't three and four yards. It was a yard or loss of a yard. And I think anytime you can do that, and if you told any coach in the state of Nebraska that, hey, your opponent has 100 yards of, or thereabout of a offense, I think any coach is going to take it. And Carney Catholic definitely takes it as they start the district play with a nice 38 nothing win on the road, which is a nice start. You're listening to New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We're going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk with Dave Collin, the head football coach at Carney Catholic, after the Stars' 38 nothing win here in St. Paul. We'll be back with the coach right after this timeout. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. Nebraska weather is so unpredictable. Don't be left out in the storm with hail dents or even door dings. When your car plays the star in the episode of Nebraska Severe Weather, see the professionals at Dent Popper and Carney to save you. Dent Popper can remove minor hail damage, door dings, and other minor dents without damaging the original paint. Joel, Scott, and the guys at Dent Popper know how important your vehicle is to you, and keeping it looking nice is what they do. Stop into Dent Popper today, just south of the library on First Avenue in Kearney. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Carney Catholic with a 38 to nothing win over St. Paul. Really the third straight game here that the Stars played very well. They had a win last week against Kozad. They had a win this night, uh, tonight against uh, St. Paul and actually played well against uh, Lakeview but fell a little bit short. But uh, in victory, talking to us tonight is Dave Colling, head football coach at the uh, Carney Catholic. And again, you have to be pretty happy with how your team is. It's really, I don't want to say turn the corner, but the last three games have looked pretty good. You know, and they have. And, and uh, you know, we uh, we knew this, I guess, in the summer even that, uh, uh, you know, the first couple games we weren't pl- quite playing uh, up to the way we expected them to play. And, and probably likewise, the players knew they weren't playing like they expected to play. And I think we, we've gotten better week to week and a little slow start. Tonight, you know, the field conditions were a little, little muddy also, but a little slow start, but I thought we got it rolling uh, later on second half. The, the, the first drive of the game, you guys were rolling, and then it, it did slow down, but that first drive, you were getting 10 and 15 and 19 yards with Bryce James, and you really rode that horse in the first half. Yeah, we did. He, uh, like I said, our O-line did a nice job, and, and Bryce James doesn't need much wiggle room to get, get 15 yards, and so, so, you know, hats off to the O-line, and, and Bryce ran hard, and all, as he always does, and, and uh, passing game was there too as well, and so, yeah, things clicked tonight. Yeah, and I had him for 25 carries for 140 yards. It seemed like you guys had a lot of success up the middle. Was it something St. Paul was doing you know, formation-wise? Their, their, their tackles were really wide, and then they went to that 30 front, and then we kind of ran up, up inside. And, and uh, you know, at times when we had to throw, they did load the box up and, and took some of the inside stuff away later on. So, so kind of, you know, Coach Harvey's so good at giving, you know, doing what the defense you know, taking what the defense gives you, and and uh, once again did a great job tonight. And again, uh, you know, the, when the season began, Brady Holtmeyer was under center. Now you have him playing a wide receiver, and boy, he had eight catches for 117 yards and three touchdowns. He just put, I mean, having him out there as another skill, as another you know receiver out there just puts, you know, if I was defensive coordinator there, just puts another athlete on the field out there, and just you got to plan for him 
you know, especially for throwing the ball, you got to know where he is at all times. And then you got Mestel on the backside, and 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 you know, uh, Eric Pacheco catches the ball well and, and runs great routes also. And it kind of seems like you have a great one-two punch there with Bryce and Brady, the same way you maybe anticipate to start, but it's a different one-two punch. Maybe early on you were anticipating both of them having to run the ball. So what has that done to help alleviate some of the stress for Matt to be able to come in as you have another sure athlete out on the edge? But, that you, can you know, hit? I think it opens up because, you know, you got a plan for Bryce running in the inside the tackles, and, and you got to also recognize that Brady Brady's out there at a, at a wing. And so, uh, you know, defensive scheme and stuff like that changes a little bit because you got to, you know, you know, uh, defend the whole field. And again, I, I, I'm still tolling up numbers here, but I think I had them uh, rushing 44, 70, about 103 yards on the ground and another 12 yards in the air. So, you know, you, you guys held 115 yards of total offense. You know, we talked, we've talked offense so far, but man, my, the, you know, the defense just played lights out and, and, you know, they run that, that midline and that veer type out of this flex bone offense. And so we knew we had to be a, you know, assignment football and, and our guys bought into that. And I thought our D line did a nice job. We slanted a little bit into some of the stuff they were doing and, you know, I thought our linebackers did a, did a great job. Our ends did a great job not getting caved in. And, and so we, I thought we took them away from what they wanted to do early. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, about the only time they had success was right their first possession there, the third quarter there, and maybe a little after. Was it something they tweaked against you, they, or was it the guys were trying to do too much, not just doing their job yeah, we, for you? We saw that on film, too. They run a little uh, a little midline, and then the quarterback kind of follows uh, in B-gap. And so our inside linebacker was, was biting on the midline, which he was all first half and, and wasn't getting out to that, that uh, quarterback B-gap. So we kind of straightened that up a little bit. But, yeah, they got us a few times. The counter actually worked. A little bit for them too. Our guys were flowing so heavy, and then they ran counter back against us. Got us a couple times too. But all in all, I thought the defense played the lights out. And one thing we have not talked about is uh, the quarterback play of Matt Masker. Uh, I had him for being 17 of 30, 255 yards. Did have the one interception. There was uh, very strange. Was was that a fumble that the Holtmeyer actually caught, or was did he mean that to was, do that? Well, you know, I watched the football game Thursday night where that didn't come out so well, Memphis and Cincinnati. <laughs> but he he saw him there which is good and uh, you know like just flicked it to him and and uh you know we got the touchdown there and uh but you know not a good thing to, to throw that baby blind but he saw him there so so they worked out, worked out. You, you, worked you, can't, out. you can't argue with yeah. the results at all <laughs> uh big game next week against uh central city central city tonight 42 to 3 the win over gicc so again this is the winner of this game is going to be a strong contender to get that district championship that you guys so much want. Yep, and you know it's going to be like we you just told the boys to come to work tomorrow morning, but it's going to be a whole different different offense. I mean, they're going to air it out, and and uh, so you know our DBs are going to get a, have a little fun this week, learning some some different coverages and all that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, different different offense, uh, and we got to come ready to play. And like I said, if we just keep getting better week to week, you know that's all we can ask as coaches, and and uh, we'll be fine. You talked about improving. What's the big thing that you thought you improved from last week to this week or the thing that you need to see the most improvement from this week to next week to be able to make that run now that we're in the district play? You know, I think defense, I think I saw a lot of improvement on defense tonight. And uh, like I said, knowing, knowing what your buddy's doing and not trying to do too much, you know, I thought we did a great job of executing what we schemed all week long. And uh, so, you know, and I thought O-line played real well tonight, too. I think they may have taken a step up. We'll watch film tonight, of course, and, and see. But, but I, I liked what the O-line brought tonight. And, 
And uh, so, you know, like I said, we got we got some room to get better, and, and we're still searching for that perfect game. But, but uh, you know, as long as we continue to get better week to week, that's all we can ask. And the goal, of course, is, as you say, get better every week. And, and uh, a huge test. It's in the middle of the season, in, in a sense. But uh, it, it's also starting to be crunch time a little bit. A huge game next week against Central City. It is. And I think, I think the boys like, you know, know that and, and like that challenge. And, you know, I think we'll, we'll have a great week of practice. Uh, you know, we don't have JV Monday, and we'll have a great full week of practice. And I think the boys will be be uh, ready for that challenge. Hey, Dave, appreciate the time. Randy, Congratulations. Nice game. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Uh, Dave uh, Calling, head football coach here at Carney Catholic after the Stars get their 38 to nothing win over uh, St. Paul and Randy Bushcutter and uh, and uh, and you are against Scott Carlin. And uh, <laughs> I was channeling your dad, actually, because I was thinking football. Um, and just kind of putting the final wraps on this, Nice effort, and it seems like Carney Catholic is is not the same team that uh, that 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 lost that game early on in the season uh, against Ogallala. They, they, they've improved, and Ogallala is a good football team, but they've improved. Uh, they were certainly in the game against Lakeview, and again, I think they're even better than when they lost to Lakeview. This this team's getting better every week, and they're they're going to be tested next week. That's going to be a huge game at home against Central City. Yeah, you know, uh, anytime you get a team that's kind of younger and inexperienced, maybe even just moving guys to different spots, you're kind of starting down maybe a little bit lower than where you've been used to, but that means you got room for improvement. And Carney Catholic's players and staff has done a great job of taking that challenge and saying, my job this week is to get better, and they've done that from week one to Ord to week two to Ogallala. Even though they lost that one, they improved. Then from Ord or Ogallala to St. Lakeview, they improved. And they've definitely improved the last two weeks here, and it's showing with some nice convincing wins to build on before they get really into the meat of their schedule of district play and stuff with a big big home game next week. We're just going to throw you a few more scores. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, but uh, Carney High on the road at Lincoln Southeast uh, did win tonight 21-14, uh, to 14, a game heard earlier on our sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Uh, we mentioned that Central City had no problem with GICC, a final of 42-3. Uh, to three. Uh, Elsewhere, Gothenburg with a uh, 14-13 win over Kozad. Kozad had the lead, but apparently... Uh, I don't know if it's a couple field goals or a missed extra point. In any event, Gothenburg uh, is able to hold on for a one-point win. And uh, eighth-ranked Holdridge, 21, Minden, 7. Second quarter was the last report we had there. So, uh, again, we'll have that score updated for you on the CPI. Uh, Mr. Tire Friday night scoreboard show coming up at the conclusion of the uh, Royals game against the Indians on her sister station on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Don't forget that the Royals will also be on Classic Hits tomorrow because of the Husker game. And, again, they're moved from the breeze uh, tomorrow because of the Huskers and tonight because of Tri-City Storm Hockey. And they're in the ninth inning, uh, Cleveland right now, with a 5 nothing lead over Kansas. The city uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, um, hey, uh, appreciate the time, Coach, and uh, best of luck to you down the road. And uh, we'll, we'll switch basketball coaches. We'll get down back in there next week. But we really appreciate your, your time and helping us out. Thanks for letting me come in, Randy. It's always a great experience and great to see the kids play so hard and come out with a victory. For uh, Scott Carlin, I'm Randy Bushcutter, and our engineer back in the uh, studios is Caleb Henry. Thanks so much for joining us. Once again, our final 38 to nothing. Carney Catholic with a win over St. Paul. We'll be back uh, with you at home against uh, Central City next week here on ESPN. Until then, good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.